I'm going to have fun, and you're going to have fun. We're all going to have so much fucking fun that we're going to need plastic surgery to remove our goddamn smiles. You're going to be whistling zippity doo out of your assholes. All right, booyakasha. Let's drop the morning cable on this Zeppelin. Welcome to the Watch Your Mouth podcast. This is Ken Petra. I am joined in the studio tonight by Daniel Kirk. Hello, children. Michael Kirk. Hi. Spencer Weldon. Hello, everybody. And a very special guest this evening, local celebrity Brian Held Jr. from the Weekend Geek radio show and podcast. Yep. Hey, how are you guys? Uh, awesome. Doing just fine. Thank you so much for... Uh, Coming out to our little uh, powwow here. It's a pleasure to be here. Right. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I wasn't going to make it tonight, but when they said Brian was going to make it, definitely set in stone. I know. I'm coming I out. Know. I was almost going to cancel, but then Brian was like, I could make it. I was like, well, we've got to do the fucking show then. God damn I'll, it. I'll be doing autographs at the show, guys. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Sign my boobs. I mean, we, hi. We kicked Paul out for this. <laughs> oh, you, we booted Lawfrey? Yeah, poor Lawfrey. Uh, He's coming we, in on Wednesday. We shifted so. him to Wednesday. Don't worry, children who are listening. Lawfrey. That is yeah. Paul Offrey. We'll I, be back. I don't know. I don't know if he actually listens, so I don't think he's going to know about this. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, yeah. Our, no me- one cares. our mechanic laureate will be back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not to take away from you, Shelley. You know, it's also fine. a skilled yeah. black thumb. But yeah, yeah, he is a wonderful black thumb. But uh, first, I wanted to go over a couple of things that we. Uh, I was listening to. Well, as I do every episode, and listening to it in post, you know, sort of uh, weeding the gotcha. garden of our <laughs> fucking <madness>. wonderful. Exactly. <laughs> And uh, noticed a couple of things. Like when I was talking about the hipster dipshit bartender that completely fucked up my... Uh, Absolutely. Oh, yeah, you weren't yeah. bitter about that at all. It didn't well, go on for 20 minutes so It wasn't, a, wasn't a matter of being bitter. <laughs> Mint julep, right? Yep. Mint julep. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, the way it sounded, it sounded like I actually told the guy, eh, you missed the mark there. I did not. I am very much one of those types that will internalize everything. I'm almost to the point where if I'm at a restaurant, I order chicken, they bring me steak... I'm I'm having steak tonight. That's, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. you because they will spit one. in your food, yeah. <laughs> right? So I didn't I didn't vocalize any of this. I just kind of sat there and drank gotcha. my bitter. Yeah. This was all in your head, played out exactly. Oh, this, this is drink all is uh, this piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Right, gotcha. So yeah. just sat there and slowly sipped my chlorophyll teeny. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> your chlorinated water, not, right? You're not supposed to crush the. Sh- All right, no, yeah. <laughs> Listen, to episode eight. You'll get. <laughs> it's not like yeah, you grabbed like him by the collar and shook him. And it's like you stupid goddamn drink right, motherfucker. <laughs> right. Yeah, it was. So in my head, though, that's exactly what was going. Yeah, on. Exactly. I, I'd, I'd actually, I'd actually pay to see that. Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna do that, please make sure someone has the uh, camera ready to Just, record. Yeah, yeah. So we can put that shit on YouTube under the like the Watch Your Mouth webpage. I look like YouTube. John Favreau out of Chef. Just berating okay the guy. That. <laughs> I'm, I'm down. You gotta get some uh, tattoos dude, you on your arms. You have any idea how fucking famous you'd become? <laughs> <laughs> Immediate. Yeah. But um, also, I was just talking about, you know, I guess another way that it sort of came off it was uh, I sounded a bit like the sort of curmudgeon old man that doesn't want his drinks fucked with at all. Just stick to the traditional... Uh, well, well let's, let's point it out. Okay, Ken, normally you're one of those classy types. You know, you're one of those guys who's like, this is how it's been. And this is how it should be. Oh, yeah. You got you class know. seeping out of your pores. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Have you seen yeah. this watch? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was going to get you the fucking classy t-shirt. Oh, oh yeah. Can, yeah. 
You need that. Oh, yeah. I'll wear that to all the family functions. <laughs> so why, why don't you just keep it simple, right? Like, you know, give me a Jameson on the rocks. You're not going to mess that up. Ooh. That is, yeah, that's straightforward. Uh, unfortunately, most of the, well, I mean, I guess a Jameson on the rocks would work, but in a lot of places you go, they don't have um, they liquor don't that, that's on a level that you could just enjoy and on the rocks. So then I need to go to better places for one. Right. My first question, why do you go there? Right. right. But, yeah. Now we, I I must admit that I'm you, I was listening to your your episode eight right mm-hmm. and you're talking you mid julep and you mentioned Manhattan and an old mm-hmm. fashioned and stuff yeah, like that and immediately I, I started thinking of a uh, girl drink drunk from Kids in the Hall have you seen that Oh wait a minute it's been a while Yeah so you, you need to you need to check that out ba- basically a guy just you know screws his whole life but up you know he was a mm-hmm. businessman or whatever but he's drinking just these fruity you know, girl drinks, right? Because he, you know, his <laughs> boss takes him out. Stuff. Yeah, just right. to, well, but it 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 gets you know just more grandiose as as the the sketch goes on in these big punch bowls with freaking fruit <laughs> umbrellas. And, bowl, yeah. yeah, just yeah. insanity, and and uh, he ends up in a park, you know, getting some kid to go get him a a, a slushy so he can pour his vodka into it. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's awesome. So, uh, girl, drink drunk. Go look that up. I laughed out. Absolutely. And, you know, every now and then, though, it having not necessarily, um, I, I guess it might fall into the category of girl drink, but every now and then I do enjoy, uh, I guess we can call a beach drink, just something that has a lot of fruit juice and rum. And, sure, yeah. Uh, you're not, you're not and playing you're a, for you're points. A, you're, you're a well known pineapple fan, so. Oh, uh, yeah. Do you, love the Absolutely. Pineapple. You're saying oh. something you'd find at a tiki bar. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which swim, swim done properly. Do you, do you know we have tiki bars in New Orleans? I did not. We have tiki bars in New We do. A famous, and they're not, they're not a famous one. overbearing, just an obnoxious hipster tiki bars. No, actually, um, uh, I've got a, a buddy of mine. He, he he lives on the North Shore. He lives mm-hmm. uh, in Mandeville, Covington area. And he um, really loves tiki bars, like um, to, you know, a, a worrisome level. But <laughs> <laughs> but we're enjoying that lava flow just a bit. Yeah, well, too, slow it down, boss. Right. But we went to this place. It's um, you should see what he does with ukuleles. <laughs> right, it's it's on Decatur. It's uh, actually in uh, the first floor of a hotel that's okay. on Decatur, not too far away from Jack's Brewery. Okay, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, apparently, it's some famous guy in the tiki bar scene who opened this place up. And mm-hmm. we went there for my buddy's birthday, and he's so into tiki bars that the the, the owner, the bar owner, wrote a book about i guess tiki bars and, and whatever and he had it with him and and the owner was there and like autographed it for him and oh, stuff that's really what? cool that's Damn. really awesome then pulled out like a 40 year old bottle of some crazy alcohol and like brought it to the table it gave us all shots and it would it was like super freaking cool wow, yeah that sounds like we need to take a road trip yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, have yeah. To hit up, I guess i'll have to learn a bit about Tiki bars. Did I, I mean, miss yeah. the name of this establishment? Uh, I didn't give it to you. I will find it okay. now. Okay. Cool. 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 Yeah. 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 And we'll add that in so that way we can uh, give uh, some props. Oh, there absolutely. Be, there, there could be tiki bar listeners. I and I show. I do enjoy uh, tiki bar every now and again. Oh yeah. But um, but you know, as far as diddling with traditional drinks, I have seen twists that do work. But mm-hmm. the key is that they kept the same ingredients. Even if you use top shelf ingredients, obviously I'm fine with that. Yeah. But uh, there was this one place I cannot remember where it was, but I do remember really enjoying what they did uh, with the old fashioned. They still use the cherry. They still use the orange. Uh, they used good whiskey, uh, just the right amount of, of 
uh, bitters. But instead of adding simple syrup, they, you know, the uh, rock candy, just transparent really? rock yeah, candy yeah, yeah. on a wooden stick. Yeah. Right. They just stuck one of those in there as the drink stirrer. Interesting. So. Wow. Okay. And it added a nice visual, but it also twist. gave you the option of how much sugar do you want this yeah, to have? Yeah, you could regulate it. it. Yeah. Exactly. That's nice. pretty cool. Because that's, cool. I find that to be the one thing that is the most, uh, a sort of, I guess, adjusted factor of an old fashioned. Right. How sweet do you want it? Yeah. Oh, okay. You want to chew it or, yeah. Right. Do you want to, do you want it to knock you in the face or do you want to lose a foot? How? <laughs> I don't know. You drank the fuck out of the ones at the Fulton Alley that night. Oh, yeah. Those, yeah, and it's funny because that was before, that had to have been before they started dicking with them. Did they fuck with them again? They fucked with them again. Oh my God, sons of bitches. Yeah. Can't you just make a goddamn old fashioned? Something else, the ice sphere. We were talking about the the sphere. Actually, I dig the ice sphere. Yeah. I don't think it quite works for an old fashioned, but. Did you see that video that I posted? Yeah, how oh, ice yeah. spheres are made. Oh, mm-hmm. no, that's, wow. that's the intense way of making an ice sphere. Yeah, Most was... fucking people just use like a, a silicone mold. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, actually, they um, bringing this to Brian's realm, uh, What's they that? actually sell a Death Star ice sphere. I've seen that, yeah. yeah I think I've, Geek's got it. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, 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 I've toyed with that's the idea no of actually thing. doing it, but, you know. Uh, next cocktail, if you have another, I've got a surprise for you. Uh-oh. It'll, it'll change your life. You know, I do have to drive home after this. That's why I said next if you have one. Okay. Or I can just put water in there. It works too. Mm-hmm. The surprise works in water. Do you have a particular cocktail that's like your go-to or are you pretty much a straightforward Jameson on the rocks and that's it? I, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much, a, I, well, okay, so um, the Jameson thing mm-hmm. is uh, I've got a, a buddy of mine, actually a, a couple that I'm friends with, uh, Sean and Jessica, and I officiated their wedding. Okay. Yeah. And while we were kind of getting ready for, you know, to do the whole deal, we're in the back and Sean's like, Hey, I got I got some whiskey. You want some? And I'm like, I don't I don't like whiskey. Like whiskey's horrible because the mm-hmm. only thing up to that point that I'd had was like Jack Daniels or oh, Maker's Mark or whatever. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. And and he's like, This is eighteen year Jameson. And I'm like, I've never had that. Sure, I'll try it. Sure. And then I tried it and I'm like Oh fuck you! <laughs> you sir are an asshole. Yeah, because like, once you yeah, have that, right? Except right, because, yeah, yeah I can't. Spoiled now, I can't not have this stuff. So, but John, John Woo Dove just erupted from behind. I know, right? <laughs> Son of a right. Bitch. God damn it! So yeah, and like uh, one of the one of the things that's cool, like for, for actually for MechaCon, when we go to MechaCon, is mm-hmm. Skungy and I have a little tradition now. Oh really? Yeah, where at some point during the day, like after the show, we will go to the bar right next to Drago's okay. in, in the, the Riverside Hilton. Yeah, and have a drink, and I will, you know, I'll get him a beer because that's what he wants, and then I'll get a Jameson on the rocks, and because nice. that's how I roll. So very nice. I don't, very nice. I need to keep it simple. I got right? a, uh, I, I got a, a single barrel. Um, Jameson, I'll have to let you try that when nice. I get some. Yeah. So, uh, sorry, Ken. I cut you off like a dickhead. Go no, ahead. I didn't. I, I didn't notice. <laughs> you if you did dickhead. it, you did it with the Fuck you, Mike. Right. swift efficiency of a, of a moil. Bitch. All right. So, uh, Beach Bum Berries Latitude Twenty Nine. Son of a bitch! Why did he have to have a long ass fucking name? I'm trying to write down notes. Uh, so I'm gonna say like half the budget went into the sign. Son of a yeah. <laughs> Beach Bum Berries Latitude Twenty Nine. That's a lot of neon. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I actually had a friend who lived in Ireland for quite a while, and uh, you know, she told me about Jameson. 
Irish whiskey. Mm-hmm. And uh, I tried it, and uh, God, the first time I was like, oh, this is poison. Jeez. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Did I, you drink I, it no. warm? Or was yeah, it, it was straight up. Yeah, it was warm. <gasps> yeah. yeah that's and that's the way she, she, she consumed it. I mean, she's like, hey, just sip on it. You know, a little glass last year. Several hours. <laughs> and uh, it's an acquired taste, I think. Um, I like it. It's nice. Yeah. I was stuck on the... I was doing a study abroad semester in uh, college. We were stuck on the coast of France. I was trying to get to Ireland. We ran out of money. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. We're at this uh, this little bar in France, and I'm seeing the different liquors they have up right. there. And didn't even think about it. I see the Jack Daniels. I'm like... That's the only one I recognize. I don't know. So I ordered to see uh, how much is Jack Daniels, Ooh. and they said like thirteen euro, something just. And you're like, get the fuck out of here! Fuck you! Right? Then I see some really high end Irish whiskey that I recognized. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, how much is that? Like three euro, sold. <laughs> I will take the cheap ass one, play. please. Right. <laughs> Give me the bottle. <laughs> Blows the shit out of Jack Daniels. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, you know, um, there is another Irish whiskey that I've been introduced to. Um, by some lovely women who are offering little samples of it at a local supermarket. Um, <laughs> you just keep going back. Huh? Oh yeah, it's so good. You know, but the, the <laughs> nice thing to is, see you again, Marjorie. Yeah, can I have my thimble filled with whisker? No, it's um, it's two gingers, okay. two gingers Irish whiskey. Really, it's good. actually called. Two, it's two literally gingers. called two gingers. That's what it's fucking called. I, I can't make that up. Uh, and you can pick mm. it up from any of your local supermarkets. From the uh, distillers that brought you freckle faced fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, but uh, yeah, no, uh, two gingers. That's that's mm. one that I've tried. Uh, I have to say, I, I enjoy it. You know, cool. Look at about yeah. twenty a bottle. Actually, our uh, bookkeeper at work always wears a two gingers T-shirt. No shit. All the time. Yeah. Mm. Well, now you can say you. You know, I was like, well, I'm yeah, on that's to where you. I first heard it. About. I'm on to you. Yeah. And speaking of whiskey, that is the key ingredient of tonight's cocktail du jour. Ooh, tell us where we're going tonight. We're going with the rusty nail. Oh yes, the rusty nail. Now is this a square nail, a ring nail, a duplex roofing tack? Nail. Roofing tack. Yeah. Roofing okay. tack. That's the kind that go in your foot, and you're just like, fuck. Exactly. Okay. Gotcha. We actually had a patient that came into the clinic. She had stepped on a roofing nail. Oh fuck! And it had gone through the shoe. Oh uh, yeah. Whenever I always try to break things up uh, in the clinic when they're tense, I'll do it with humor. Right? Of course. Right. Yeah. So, and uh, the doctor said, the well, best medicine. First thing we're going to have to do is get the shoe off. And I said, well, that might be difficult. It's nailed on. <laughs> I, had a, I had a nice little chuckle to myself. but the, They the, all looked at you like, you fucking asshole. Wait, so she stepped on this nail and left it in her foot the whole time? Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, I mean, you've seen oh, yeah. nails. Yeah, those big square so bastards. She, so she didn't pull it out immediately. And she wasn't there for the tetanus shot. She was there to, to get have the it damn removed. Thing removed. Oh, my God. I can't imagine being in pain that long. It might freak some people out to, to actually remove the... Exactly. Uh, yeah, but God, was it in the just, fucking bone, though? I mean, like, seriously, well, did it, it get stuck? Was who, it wedged? Who knows? Like, action movie first aid might have kicked in where you always have the one guy going, no, don't pull it out. Don't pull it out. Oh, yeah, that's true. Get yeah, this arrow God. stuck in my ass. <laughs> Right. You suck I out was the an poison. adventurer once like you, and then yeah. I took an arrow to the knee. Oh, you brought it in here, uh-huh. you fucking asshole. And a roofing nail to the stiletto pump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the heel or the pump. <laughs> but the, the rusty nail is a very simple uh, cocktail. It goes right in the, the same vein of keeping it simple. Scotch and drambouille. Yeah, it is pretty good. I've had a few of them. Uh, actually, I was introduced 
to them by you. And yeah, that was I, when I was just first learning how to bartend, and I just I kept I was sticking with the simple yeah, concoctions. Yeah, so. no, no, no. It was it was great. It's actually really nice, it's like, and it's the only way I'll drink fucking scotch because any other way I don't care about scotch. I'm practicing my bartending. Okay, don't order anything complicated, please. Hey, <laughs> you get three ingredients deep, and I just I start. I'll, oh God, I'll, I'll weep. White white hot what? rage and cut you, motherfucker. <laughs> what was that? That uh, Bill Murray broke into that wedding or, or, or he just started bartending oh right? did you hear about that one i have heard yeah, something and, like that and yeah. no matter what anybody would come up to the bar and order something and he'd just give him a shot of tequila <laughs> <laughs> that and you know what brilliant if, if bill murray served you you just take it absolutely <laughs> i'd be sipping that tequila on this the best fucking whiskey sour i've ever had in my life. you know what we're bringing up bill murray stories it's like you know the best one that i, I love every time is like he's at like a fast food restaurant or mm-hmm. something. Somebody gets their food, turns around, and you just see, and the guy's looking down, and you just sees a hand go in, grab a handful of French fries, and then it looks up. Bill Murray's there, and he's gonna. He says right there and there, nobody's gonna believe you, and just stuffs the French fries <laughs> in his face, and then walks off. I was like. Awesome. Yeah. My life is complete at that point. Mm -hmm. If if Bill Murray stole my French fries, I I would never complain ever again. Like people would be like stealing. It's like, sorry, Bill Murray did. So no one gives a fuck. So does anybody remember what drink he was advertising in the movie? Lost in Translation. Lost in Translation. Yeah, in Japan. That would be, uh, again, going back to the whiskey, Suntory Scotch. Very good. No, I see. I I don't remember that. I tried watching that movie. I just kind of had Scarlett Johansson in it. I know, but. uh, And Bill Murray. I know. I fell asleep. I'm a bad man. Is that the one where he was kept stuck? He was stuck in the same day where he had to keep drinking scotch. Maybe I'm mixing my movie. That, that, that would be Groundhog's Day. Day. <laughs> <laughs> it's Scotch Day. It's fine. <laughs> that would be every day of the week yeah. for him. It's like it's like Lost in Scotch. It was a very dark movie. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Groundhog lost. Oh yes. No, that was the other night for you, right? That was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, just at just that tiki bar. We gotta find <laughs> the tiki bar with the fucking huge ass names. Yeah. I gotta oh, convince Andy McDowell to bang me, otherwise I'm gonna be <laughs> stuck at Gobbler's Knob for the rest of existence. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I like when he tries to commit suicide with the groundhog, goes off the cliff. Don't drive angry. <laughs> Don't drive angry. I still use that line. Don't drive angry, Phil. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I actually uh, made my first meme. Well, I don't I'm know sorry. technically. I know. I I'm a bad person for it, but you know, and I'll add that in there. Don't you fucking. Yeah, I'll add that into the uh, site um, showing it off because I'm not proud. Yeah. But I did do it. Okay. It did happen. So, you know. It, Good it's, job. The whole thing was playing on that don't drive angry. But uh, I had a friend of mine, we were gaming, mm-hmm. and he lost his cool. He works with us, actually, offshore, more or less. Um, he <laughs> he lost his fucking cool in the middle of the game and said, guys, I got to stop. Can't play no more. Can't handle it. And it was just like, dude, really? It's not that bad. But, you know, so I, I made a little meme. It says, remember, don't game angry. Nice. It's, it's not that impressive, but, but I he's did driving. This. He used the impact font, so it's official. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a meme. Yeah. I know he's driving, but it kind of looks like he's giving the ground, giving to the groundhog from behind. I know many, many be. people That's that need upset. to see that. Really? Yes. Okay, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll oh, yes. throw it up. I'll throw it up on the the Facebook after. You throw know. it up on the net yeah. at large. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, link to this. Yeah, it's it's gonna go terrible. Anyone who's played uh, Warhammer competitively probably needs to see that. I'll get my Twitch. Oh, that's a good idea. Oh, really? Yeah. So speaking so of I, Warhammer, the rusty nail. <laughs> it's, 
You know, because you use hammers hey, to drive nails home. That's awesome. Home. Awesome way to bring it back. It's a nice, yeah. seg- nice segue yeah. there. Bring yes. it back. Thank you, Spencer. Thank you. Well, we're Scotch and Drambuie. Um, yeah, that's about it, Spencer. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Fucking cock knocker. And scene. <laughs> well, it is, are we are we ready for the next segment? Oh, indeed. We could Absolutely. Yeah. Do we, we want to roll things about Drambuie? <laughs> Michael, do you have anything to share about Drambuie? And cut. Shit! But speaking of co-workers and job-related fare, we're going to head into our next segment here, which is uh, something that Spencer brought up before we got rolling. Ah, oh, yes. Stupid, weird, crazy, shitty jobs okay. that any of us have held. Yeah, I just thought, you know, what are some of the odd jobs that we've had, you know, throughout high school, college, you know, things we've done to make a book legitimately. I'm not talking about any legal activities, but okay. just things that, okay. you know, gotcha. it's like, wow, th- this is what I did for money. Dan's list has got a lot shorter. Oh, oh, man. <laughs> well, no. that, that kills a lot of it. Okay. Son of a bitch. So anyways, uh, yeah, I just figured we... Uh, Kind of throw that one out there, there on the my table. Summer, summer internship as a hitman. Yeah, that that won't go. Well, anyone care to start? No, I guess no one has you, any odd jobs. Uh, have, no, I, I've got one. Yeah. But I just oh, Ken, you you're beautiful. Just go for it. <laughs> Probably the weirdest one I've held yet. Uh, it was a marketing firm, and I didn't know how much goes into the organization of a chip aisle until I held this job, but. Seasonally, market research shows that certain chips will sell better than others. Interesting. So, so like there's winter chips and summer chips? Exactly. Okay, gotcha. Tostitos are summer chips. Yeah. Or if it were up to me, it would just be nothing but Doritos. Yes, but I, I concur. I, I digress. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were contracted by Frito-Lay to fly out to different Walmarts and reorganize the chip aisle. Like fly out like on a private jet? No, well, not a private jet. Okay, so you're they like they were flying Southwest. No, exactly. That's <laughs> we were flying like exactly. Dorito Lay. You were like mm-hmm. the chip mochismo man. You're like you were in there, like setting up the chips to win in supermarkets, like to be picked up. Well, it's basically look. It's August, and the United States has decided fuck munchos, so they're getting bumped <laughs> to the bottom. But wow. okay. while we're fucking munchos, get those rolled gold. Get them at eye level. Okay. All right. Well, would that really make that much of a difference that the cost of flying you guys around the country to it could do do that? Apparently so. Made a difference. I guess the bump in sales. Americans are lazy as shit, and if they don't have to bend over to pick something up, they'll just grab it off the shelf. Or if it's not in their narrow field of view, yeah, it doesn't exist. Why they invented the gopher getter? (laughs) (laughs) I don't give a shit if it's June. I'm I'm getting my pretzels. All right, Spencer. Spencer? Well, I wouldn't uh, really necessarily call it an odd job. I mean, it is an odd job. It's not your run-of-the-mill job, you know. Uh, but uh, actually, when I was 17, I worked in a manufacturing factory. We built uh, go-karts, and uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, Interesting. You know, we got to... Yes, Mike? I was going to say, that sounds like the dream job for you at 17. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. We, uh, we got to build go-karts. We had a whole assembly line and everything. Um, definitely some... Some slave labor going on there. I mean, I was I was but a wee lad, and I was having to lift these go kart frames off the uh, the carousel coming out of the powder coating oven, which was incredibly hot, and it was middle of summer and everything. But uh, you know, they they paid us seven bucks an hour, and uh, mm-hmm. we loved it. And on lunch break, we got to test drive go karts. That sounds know. cool. It was like Hot Rod's dream come true. Yeah, that that you know sounds I mean? actually pretty good. Yeah, it was great, and they would actually uh, let me drive one of the go karts home every now and then. So here I am on what? 
on the wide so open you can road. Commute to work. Yeah, so. pretty much. Yeah, I had my cooler next to me, my little lunchbox in the nice. seat next to me. Nice. And I was just hauling ass, you know, whatever was maxed miles out. an hour. Yeah, whatever was maxed you. out at. Yeah. yeah, it was great. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that wasn't really an odd job, but uh, it definitely wasn't certainly an know, unusual. A common job. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm. Brian? Um, well, so I had this, this one strange job. Um, and the company's still in business, so it will remain nameless. But uh, it was uh, the shortest time I'd ever been employed, which was a week to the day. Wow! Right, Damn. just one wow. calendar Damn. week, just one week. Yeah. It, well, it started. It started on a Thursday and ended on a Wednesday, so it's exactly oh, one man. week. Okay. Wow. Right. Yeah. Wow. And it was for a uh, screen printing place. Now, what I didn't realize that, like, it was always at hindsight twenty twenty deal is like. The day I started, the was the the current salesman's last day. Like he had been fired, mm. right? And so, like that was, you know, Thursday, this dude gets fired, and then on Monday there's a new salesperson, right? So there's a lot of shifting around, uh, okay. sure, things getting shaken up, yeah, right. Mm. And so basically, what had happened was, uh, you know. Thursday was my day day one, and mm-hmm. then the learn the place, and then and then Friday I came in and and you know actually did some work because I mean screen printing itself is not super difficult, right? It it is hot. You're in a back of a shop. Oh yeah, you're dealing with chemicals and stuff too. You have well, emulsions and everything. <laughs> right, you know, and but that wasn't too bad. I mean, there's just there's fans in the shop, but you're in an unair conditioned shop, so that kind of sucks. But um, Monday Monday comes on and 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 they're like, hey, we we need you to stay late for an order. Uh, that needs to go out tomorrow. Can can you do that? I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm cool. I, I can I can stay late tomorrow. Yeah, that's good. Right on. You're right. The yeah, you're boy. new. You know, yeah. you want to make Shit, a good yeah. impression. Yeah. And so Tuesday comes and and I stay late. And we get the order out. And then Wednesday, about mid morning, they're like, oh, we got another order. We need you to stay late. I'm like, I've I've got something that I have to take care of tonight, <laughs> mm-hmm. so I can't stay. And I mean, that's kind of last minute. Right, right, right sure. yeah. So a hump day was the day of zero fucks given. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. It set in. And and so what I didn't notice was about midday, the owner grabbed my time card out of the back and then called me in at about 4 o'clock because we, we clocked out at 5. Oh. Called me in at 4 and they're like, so, um, yeah, um, I'm, I'm getting ready to go to the bank and uh, – I'm going to go ahead and get some cash and uh, close you out. We no longer need your services. So uh, you'll have plenty of time to do whatever it is that you need to do. And I'm like, really? And I looked at the clock and I said, hey, can you cut a check? Because I ain't staying here a minute longer. And then he was all like, I'm like, fuck you. I'm not staying. <laughs> like, really? Just because I won't stay late, you're going to fire me? Okay. Yeah. Right. No, no. So, fuck that shit. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Wow! Yeah, Thank yeah. Kudos for making them snap in line, though. That's, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah, you spun that one around on them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's impressed. Yeah, I'm no. impressed. You, you know. know, so they so bent you over and you turned right around and bent <laughs> them over. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even know what happened. I pretty much Greco-Roman wrestling, <laughs> <laughs> but mentally. Oh yeah. Jesus. Um, okay, I, I guess now that everyone's looking at me, fuck. Yeah, okay, you have to tell uh, your story. Do you want me to go first? Uh, d- sure, why not? If you I got mean, one. I don't really have anything terribly interesting other than my occasional weird Hold. odd job. And they just back up to it. Just Who the fuck? You should probably never make that noise again. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you, you know what, what the fuck was telling me about not that a, the other not day? Not on a condenser mic. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Who the shit was talking we about talking that the about other day? We were talking about odd jobs and we were discussing mine. 
Which okay. I was a flat glass window tinner's assistant. Oh, okay. This okay. is pretty recent. Yeah. 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 No, like all my other jobs are not that weird. It's just kind of strange that I'm like 26 and I've had such a sh- weird eclectic collection of jobs. <laughs> um, so as a flat glass window tinner's assistant, your basic job is to keep the window tinner from having to climb back down the ladder. Okay. And then help him peel the film, which is just grab onto the thin plastic sheet and pull. Uh, but the way we used to, what we used to use to keep the film from sticking to the glass immediately from once you put it on was a solution of baby shampoo and water. Nice. So I guess I thought you were going to say home. a solution of babies. Well, no, I went home <laughs> every day just smelling like baby shampoo. So it's just, it's a really weird fucking smell. When you could smell like, worse. Yeah, yeah I worked yeah, at yeah. Coors Things like, why the fuck do you smell like baby shampoo? Because you don't have a kid. Right. I worked like at Quiznos <laughs> for two weeks. I smelled like steakhouse beef dip. <laughs> also his porn name. Yeah. Steakhouse beef, 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 beef dip? Steak, <laughs> steakhouse beef dip. Oh, you mean we get to choose <laughs> porn names? I'm going to be Pete Jones. That's Chester the Molester Cock and Stuff. There we go. Oh, that's my, yeah, that's my name. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, Interesting. Hey, right, Dan, right. why don't you go ahead and, for Christ's sake. Okay. All right. So, um, probably this would be my last, uh, I guess, blue collar job I would do, but it was, you know, actually working. I know. I say blue collar, and it sounds. So, you don't work at all now? No, not even. No, oh, okay. Not even. Not even a little bit. Um, <laughs> no, he doesn't. Right. So, I know. So Before I ascended to a higher station. Now that I'm a better high gentleman my than mint ever julep. before. <laughs> Let me wick out my pinky as I drink my drink. No. Um, so the deal is, um, beforehand, I used to work at a place and I handled fine art and chandeliers. Um, chandeliers. Chandeliers. Those shiny fucking things that sit over your table that nobody gives a shit about. But they look at and go, that is fancy. But nonetheless, I digress. Uh, I worked with a fantastic artist who you should all check out. His name is Dan Tag. He's from New Orleans. And he is awesome. Is that but, the jellyfish dude? Uh, I don't think the jellyfish. I don't know. Maybe he might do jellyfish stuff. I haven't seen his work lately. Okay. Uh, I'm still no, talking. That to was me. his porn name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The jellyfish tag. Jellyfish tag. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so um, the deal is, is uh, the craziest. Yes, those are chandeliers. Job. Just yeah, pulled up a yeah. I was really like, what the fuck is he talking about? Chandeliers. Yeah, chandeliers. Chandeliers. I just can't picture it in my head. But Mike, thank if you. only someone oh. would define that term for me. Chandelier. <laughs> what is a chanda fucking leer? See what one looks no. like. Wiki the fuck out of that. I digress. No, I digress. So anyway, uh, this is also the day that I decided I need to get the fuck out of this job. Um, I was actually in a spiral staircase at the very top, on a six foot ladder. Holding Dan Tag by the belt while he had one foot on the ladder, other foot on the rail at the top of the spiral staircase, holding out, grabbing onto a, a lantern and trying to take the wires out while it's still hot, of course, you know. But meanwhile, I'm holding him by the belt, one leg hooked on the uh, stair rail to try and just hold myself. And he's just hanging over by, the only thing holding him up is one leg. Just so you know, one leg. Oh yeah, I heard of this. This is the uh, Toledo chandelier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes, yes. The Toledo. Yeah, I can get messy if you don't do it right. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's 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 a fucking terrible nightmare. <laughs> but you know, the thing is, it's, it's like, like the Tuskegee incident in 1908. Yes, we don't we don't it, discuss that. It, it, we don't talk about that, <laughs> Brian. You dirty son of a mm-hmm. bitch. 
But the, the the idea is, there's a man. I'm holding his belt. He could fall down and die. And it was crazy because it's just like I was sitting there, hooked, hooked, trying to grab onto anything that might hold me. And it's just like you know one of those moments where you're just like, why the fuck am I in this job? It's like, you know, at any second, this guy could just fall off the six-foot ladder down the spiral staircase, hit the floor, and then it's just kind of like, well, he had the keys to the van, and I don't drive stick. Fuck. So, you know, it just that was one of those um, moments or jobs that I really don't care to work with. But also, I did actually get to uh, check out, um, what's this, Nicolas Cage's art artwork his his collection of movie posters and memorabilia because they actually he held his stuff no. for a second i thought you were about to say that nicholas cage created art and <laughs> well in, a, in a sense in he a may sense. have he may a everything he's committed to film is art Ken. <laughs> yeah son of a bitch I mean, he's also a chandelier I caught myself in that era he's yeah. also a chandelier connoisseur so. yeah yeah actually you make fun of that <laughs> he had about like 10 of them in storage for us it like they were like really beautiful chandeliers. Like oh yeah, old yeah works of art. Yeah, you know yeah. he had them. His Bentley was sitting in there as well. So with a know. chandelier in it, uh, uh, dude. Look, how else do you? Sky's the limit for that man. the rear seat. Sky's the limit for that man. <laughs> you know, so that w- that would be my terrible job is working. Uh, you know, taking care of chandeliers and fine art. So that's a business proposal right there. Chandeliers that hang from your rearview mirror make your car classy as fuck. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah. Plus, okay. it's right. one more projector. Trademarked. Right. Trademarked. Right. right here. Trademarked. Right. Anyone trying to steal that? Fuck Watch you. Watch your mouth, trademark. Chandelier yeah. view. That's Chandelier right. view. Yes. Ken. Uh, company name. Okay. All right. Yeah. So All right. Is, is is really what this podcast about is a vehicle for new business ideas? Is it that is. What? It is. Exactly. That's the that scary too. part. <laughs> that happens in here. <laughs> we would call it the think tank, no, but we some just have son to of be a bitch careful. took we just that have one. To, you, oh, somebody already did it? Yeah, sorry. You got beaten. Son of a... Fuck. Damn you... Google image search. Make your Yugo classy as fuck. <laughs> Speaking of class. Where? Different kind of class. We're here to learn from uh, those higher in the food chain than ourselves. Brian. Hey. <laughs> yeah, that'd definitely be Brian. <laughs> yeah. Brian's way better. Uh, we come to you, humble broadcast novices. Please tell us about what you do, how you put yourself out there on the airwaves that and on them internets. All right. <coughs> So, um, I am the co-host of the Weekend Geek on WGSO 990 AM every Saturday at 1 p.m. Um, don't forget to like us on Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash the Weekend Geek. I'm doing it right now. Yeah. And uh, check us out on Twitter at Twig Radio. Don't forget to uh, find our uh, webpage at twigradio.com. And uh, don't forget, there's plenty of ways to listen to us. Not only can you listen to us live, but you can go to WGSO.com, click in the top left, go down to Podcast Week and Geek. You can catch all our archives there, and you can download the TuneIn Radio app for your smartphone or tablet. Just go to TuneIn Radio. Not only can you listen to our show live, but you can get the ar- catch the archives there as well. Awesome. So uh, I've said that way too many times. Like every show, I, I can I can tell. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. That, you just you just blew me. Boom away. Um, I, I don't away. know. I noticed, but my pants are gone. I yeah. mean, after that, I, like I don't know what happened, but they're gone and instantaneously. So, so um, yeah, the um, I okay. The show has been on the air uh, a little over two years at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have been co-host. I came in at the six month mark, uh, right in December of. Uh, is it 13? Okay. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so um, 
Dave DeCorbier is, is the host of the show. It, it's mm-hmm. his show. He, you know, he he was like, look, there's there's no geek talk show in in our community. We we need to correct this, and right. so he he brought it out to to the airways, and then. Uh, as he's developing the show, as he's he's on the air and, and kind of working through it, he's trying to figure out that format, just kind of like you're doing right now, right? Sure. You're, you know, you're you're working into it. You're trying to figure out what works, how you know, uh, how you mesh as a group, and uh, so that's when he brought me in. At, like I said, at that. Well, actually, the way it worked out was uh, he brought me in as a as a guest to promote probably the like the 501st legion or or crew to who or or some kind of fan group that Mm -hmm. i'm involved in and um a good buddy of mine rob serio who is a local author right um had also been a guest on the show a number of times and and rob and i started to have a a contest about who can get on the radio show more right that's awesome and and i eventually had to to suspend that because Dave offered me to be co-host, and oh, so that'd be unfair at that point. Uh, in other words, you won. Yeah, basically, <laughs> that's what I just heard. I just <laughs> Brian sure Hell, winner. In fact, uh, we need to call this person and just tell him that I fucking won right now. Hey, look, it's <laughs> it's hard to be humble when you're so goddamn awesome. Right, right, this is true. You're that's right. why you let us yell it for you. <laughs> Brian won. You suck. <laughs> The badass's burden. Uh, no, I love Rob Serio. He's a great guy, fantastic author. So, uh, in any case, so yeah, yeah, you know, uh, I started coming on a show and, and we started working on different things. And, you know, we started to mesh together, right? I mean, we kind of, I mean, I've known Dave for over 20 years, but, you know, doing this this gig, right? We, you know, we kind of have to feel each other out and, you know, not like that. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, so, um, <clears throat> I'm just taking notes. Yeah. Right, no, so I know. That kind of feeling around off the table. Right. <laughs> now, you know, what, <laughs> one, one of the nice things about what we're doing here is, uh, man, this is a very relaxed atmosphere. I mean, you know, you've given me a nice, tasty drink that I've been enjoying all night. And we're having a conversation and it's, it's got it, alcohol in it. That <clears> means <throat> he's getting stupid. Right. But, but so, you know, this is, this is a very, um, very calm, relaxed atmosphere. We're having a conversation. We're having a discussion. That's a nice way to say it's a home studio. Yeah. Well, no, no, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm totally no, not no, no. bagging on what you're doing. What, so what we're doing, we're on live radio, right? There can be no dead air. We constantly have to fill the air, sure. right? Sure. Yeah, that's amazing. And, I mean, that's a challenge to do that. Well, it is, right? Because you've, you've got to fit these segments into these time blocks. Right. And and we've had to cut guests off. That absolutely kills me when we have a guest on and right. they're really super cool and yeah. we want to hear everything. And then, but we've got a news break and it's a hard stop. We can't do anything right. about it. Right. You got to get off the line. Yes. Done. So, you know, it, that's a challenge, right? That that takes a lot of hard work to kind of kind of figure that formula out and, and, and kind of nail it every single time. Right. Because everybody's different. Right. Sure, you, bring, sure. you know, and then, um, you know, there's there's ads, right? Of course, your people who are paying for it, <clears throat> right? Right. I mean, you know, you know, um, we're uh, we're a pay to play gig, right? And right. and our fantastic sponsors um, keep us on the air, right? So that Certainly. you can keep listening. And so, um, you know, we have to run those commercials. It's it's very important. And I mean, you know, all of us, myself included, you know, we're like, I don't want to listen to commercials. It t- totally sucks. But being on this side of the 
the fence, as it were. Right. You know, right. They're, they're vitally important to keep yes, us on. Sure, yes. sure. You, you know? know what it is. Yeah. But, I mean, we, we like to think that we have some really cool sponsors that people actually want to go and check out. Sure. Right. So, cool. um, yeah, you know, and, and we're working on, on new stuff, you know, trying to trying to get new sponsors in, trying to, change, you know, change things up and, and, and stay fresh and relevant and new. And um, guests, guests are... Um, so, <clears throat> there's definitely something that's very challenging about uh, getting into events, right? Um, Dave and I have talked about this. Uh, we've gotten press passes for a lot of these cons, and it's it's a different experience, just, right? Uh, just acquiring those passes, or well, did... <clears throat> so I have been involved in in this like the southern fandom, the just the sci-fi fantasy kind of, sure. you know fandom for shoot i mean since i was 10 right it's like when i started playing you know i i saw star wars when i was real young i, I started playing D D when i was 10 years old right i've been involved in this my entire life right and <clears throat> you know i guess i was 18 17 18 when i went to my first convention oh, shit. you know yeah and and i'm 40 now so you know that's that's 22 years you know i've been doing this for a little while right, so you're right, like right. a like not just a dungeon master, you're like the master of all geekdom. I know, like, you know, you've got got so much going for what you. What was right that? Uh, what was your score on the geek quiz? Yeah, what was that? Oh, um, high lord overall. It was, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'd actually have to I'd have to go look at my Facebook page. I put it on. I can't even think about it right now. Yeah. You've, I, look, this is my third rum. All right, you all right. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, I've done well tonight. Three rums uh, yeah. deep. <laughs> so the the show is a challenge because you know filling in all that time and everything yeah go ahead and but um do you guys make it uh you know to where uh somebody who's not a geek you know not a nerd can can listen to it and enjoy the show or is it really kind of like you definitely benefit more from it if you're you know i mean obviously you know like uh there's a car talk on npr and right. even if you're not a car person you can still listen to it and, and enjoy the show i you know i would not say that it is it's all highbrow you know, like right. hardcore geeks. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I think that that everybody can get something out of it, right? right? Um, and and Dave and I have have you know work really well with with one another because, um, I I am, and I'm not trying to. This is not like a like a competition, right? I but mm -hmm. I'm like a little bit more geeky about certain things than Dave right. is. Yeah, right? like, like how hardcore geeky can you get it, you know? <laughs> right, and and, still... and so, like, you know, I'll, I'll look at a particular subject and, and I'll be, like, really dug into it, and Dave's, like, at a much higher level than I am, and so, like, he hits that high level that, that those average listeners can, can get to, and then I'm kind of digging a little deeper on that, and right. so we have that for those deeper listeners. So, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, we're, we're kind of we're kind of straddling the fence there, and I think gotcha. that's good, right? Uh, not that I'm I'm saying that I'm some sort of intellectual powerhouse or that Dave's an idiot. That's not totally High Lord of Geeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, you know what? Brian's playing it down, but this son of a bitch has knowledge, knowledge for days and nights and years. <laughs> and also, is there a? Would you say there's a, a particular group that? Well, I hesitate to say. Uh, Which ones up. are the most hardcore? No, not so much that, but uh, just not, fucking say it. All right. <laughs> um, Use gamer, your fucking words. <laughs> uh, gamers, sci-fi, uh, comic books. Is is there any particular uh, realm or sphere in the uh, on the geek map that you say would uh, 
you, you tend to pull from. Uh, well, okay, so I hesitate to, to use words like marketing demographic or target audience. Oh, right. <laughs> where would you say, you know, uh, no, to wait. which group would you say you had the most appeal? So we, we want... Not <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No, we... Honestly, we want it. We want to run the gamut, right? Sure, we, yeah, we absolutely. We want to hit everybody, and so, um, you know, we we've done live remotes from local comic book shops mm-hmm. and and patronized the local comic. You know, I've got tons of friends at at the local game shops, right? right. You know, um, we're involved in uh, like Crew of Chewbacca's, right? Which nice. is New Orleans' yeah, yeah. one and only nerd Mardi Gras crew. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's there's so many other events, and then you know we go to these these conventions, right? Local conventions like uh, ContraFlow or MechaCon or CoastCon or mm-hmm. MobiCon. Um, you know, like all these different local conventions or, or regional conventions, right? That that we're getting to, that we're trying to push the word out. So yeah, we're we're trying to cover it all, and and you know we're trying to get guests. That, that folks are really interested in, you sure, know, that yeah. people want to hear about. Um, you know, t- today our guest was David Sobolov. He's a voice actor. He does uh, Gorilla Grodd. He does um, uh, Drax the Destroyer. Oh, you know. shit. Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So super cool guy. Really great interview. We had a lot of fun with that. Last week we had uh, Drew Hall and uh, I don't remember the other guy's name, but they're the uh, writer-directors. Uh, producers for Aether Rise of the Spectre, which is a steampunk movie that they're working on. Nice. They filmed it in Fort Gaines and Dolphin Island. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's cool. But, <clears throat> you know, we've been lucky enough to get like Pam Greer and Michael Rooker and uh, Lou Ferrigno and Jason David Frank. Right. Uh, Jim Butcher. Um, Name drop away. Just keep yeah, going. Yeah, just keep on dropping. I'm getting on. a little fan chubby over here. Yeah, just keep going. Yeah, with it. Um, awesome. who just else? Just don't cater to that Trekkie scum. What? Oh, no. whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on now. Shots That's, fired. We do not, not hawk the Trek here. Look. <laughs> okay. I, I am a bigger fan of the wars than I am of, of Trek. However, if you put the Enterprise up against a you know, Star Destroyer, the Star Destroyer would lose every time. All right. It's just, you can't get around that. Yeah. But I mean, you can't, it's like comparing apples to oranges. Like one's now, highly is, maneuverable. There's one side that Brian does not dance either side of, one fence that he does not, he does not do DC. That, okay. Oh. You're right. Yeah. All right. Because Marvel owns and DC pones. All right. And I'm not a punk. <laughs> okay. Seem to have touched a nerve here. Yeah. Right. Don't, don't unleash him. This, is, this right. is that poke the bear segment, right? This is this is close quarters, man. I yeah. don't want to fucking so, die so here. Batman would beat Iron Man, right? What the fuck? Now Get we, the fuck out of here! I think you should leave. We had <laughs> <laughs> we we had a. Um, is it still up? Is the hit point bandit still up uh, and running? We no, it's down. Right. It's gone. Right. There once upon a time there was the original podcast that we worked on, which was the hit point bandits. Uh, you which might be able to find. Yeah, that yeah, was our, way, our very first oh, foray. Man. Yeah, yeah okay. it was. It was. It was just like you know, fun times and just playing over Skype. Okay, and, and you know, sharing a microphone. They're like handing back and forth. Like, <laughs> but Did we the, use the cheap ass USB mic that I had. No, 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 no. We went even better. We we had a little XLR that went into my computer that we were using for the Skype. But anyway, shut the fuck up. Um, the deal is mm-hmm. when we fuck got into this... 
<laughs> you might be able to find it uh, somewhere on like in podcasts and okay. stuff like that. There are episodes that are, I think are out in you know zeros and ones in right. the interwebs. The whole reason I brought that up is because they brought me in on that yes. to offer the uh, the non geek uh, okay. sort of element at the time. And at the time, I I am actively working toward earning my stripes no that, and that's great i look we have um our in-studio producer this guy daryl who who runs the board for the show he's a freaking fantastic dude dude's got mad skills when it right. comes to the board mm-hmm. and we have converted him like you know <laughs> nice. he was all like sports stuff and all this stuff and then as we do our show he just loves us so much like it just he gets jazzed and that's awesome and then you know we come in and he's like hey did you hear this about spider-man or you know kind of whatever and right, it's like right. yeah he's, we're <laughs> talking shop yeah. yeah it's like it's like yes this is awesome we yeah. heard about that yesterday bitch. all right step up right. okay come on Darryl, but you humor him, him. Yeah. so it's like oh that's great buddy yeah. and then you kind of behind clothes you know that shit happened like a week ago right you, you, throw like, like, you, gotta, you gotta be encouraging so you right. all right so you're bringing the the non-geeking perspective into it but now you're you're working on being geeking. I'm getting it well at least I'm trying to get to my, myself to a point where I can understand if somebody drops some arcane reference that I'll at least be able to understand it okay but I started fair. out with just hopping on Netflix and I started with the original Star Trek working my way all the way through it currently okay. working my way through next gen as well as I haven't the movies you're better than okay me. I have to say one thing: like Ken has not given himself as much credit as he should deserve, as far yeah, as being you know, a geek you or know nerd. more than I do for sure. Can we, yeah. can we also talk oh. about the fact that you used to create your own mist? That's what I'm going guides? to, man. Look, all right, <laughs> we have yeah. a mist genius among us. Okay? Yeah, like uh, have you played Mist, mist yeah. Master? Uh, yeah, you know, I, like, like he he is like almost to the point where he could probably write his own Mist game. Uh, to the point, like he made his own user guide. Oh, in wow. his spare time, like, I, I I will pick certain games and I will just, you know, especially uh, my much much younger self. God, how old was I around there? Shit, yeah, I, was, I don't know. I think I you know, were like you still what? had immaculate fucking handwriting. Uh, <laughs> like, dude, we found these books. Like, we were we were cleaning out his garage, helping him do this event that right. was like getting rid. Of, this son of a bitch had a full folder. Of awesome handwritten notes yeah. with drawn out detailed I maps. I found them in like a treasure chest. I remember even I don't going know through this. Going, it was. It was a little. Yeah. I remember no going shit? through that even myself. What? Going, Jesus, what the hell was wrong with me? No, I, no. That sounds pretty geeky. I, Dude, I, oh, it was, was. It was. It was. Actually, can we find those and like like copy them? I'm sure they're still them? around. You can somewhere. scan yeah. them and put them on. He was like I next mean, next level geek nerd. You know? I mean, that's, you, that's pretty up there. You, you've you seen Will Wheaton define what being a geek is, right? I have not. Oh man, you need a you need okay, so first off, you gotta understand that that Saint Wheaton, right, is Saint, you know, yes, right, yes. Is, you know, he's there for us. Sure, sure. Right. And uh but you know, basically it, being a geek, right, is is loving something with with all of your core and being and, and not being apologetic for it. I mm-hmm. mean, that's really what it is yeah. at its heart. And that could be anything. It could be. Even those dirty sports ball folks. Right? Loving your fantasy football. Hey, if it ain't got orcs and goblins, it ain't fantasy football. All right? I'm just sorry, saying. I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry, sir. Back in the way. Don't touch me. Man, I, look, being that I am a you know larger guy, big statue, I'll be in a in a bar and I'll just, I won't even be looking at the damn TV. My head will just be tilted upward. Right. And some schmuck sitting next to me will just assume that I'm watching whatever. And it's all a bunch of, 
Oh, can you believe that first round draft pick running a two four four forty? But it's the numbers and words and shit. I'm just sitting. Uh, yeah, you, did you see that ludicrous display? Shameful. Fuck. I no. I I actually take joy out of looking at people. It's like I don't follow organized sports and, and be <laughs> here. No, here, I just yeah. I want to I want to see that. I want to see what the reaction is. Is there? Does their eyes pop out? The, Do their neck yeah. veins? I just blatantly bulge? tell. I blatantly tell people I don't do team sports. Yeah, like, but what about the? No. Hey, man, why you, you in Louisiana? Yeah. Don't you like them Saints? Come I'm a, on. I'm well, a, I'm a shot put man myself. So, <laughs> no, that's good. Hey, no, like, hey, I, when I... the fuck out of curling, Kenny. <laughs> I yeah. did start getting into curling. That's that's a, we'll that's get into that later. That's a no, team, that's cool. That's when team I, sport. When I tell people that I'm not into organized sports, they, they, they get a glazed-over blank look. Right, they. It's like their brain cannot process that. No, I you know? mean I understand and, that, and and it amuses me. But what's what's funny is that um, there's some folks, and, and Dan, you know some of these folks. Mm, we'll talk yeah. about it later. Is in I had gotten this shirt, and this particular shirt had a fleur de lis on it, right? right. But I didn't oh. care about wearing the shirt as a representation of the Saints. Mm. It was a nice collared shirt, long sleeve kind of deal. And so sure, then sure. I wore it, and they're like, well, you know, obviously you support the Saints. You're wearing that shirt. And I said, you do understand that the Fleur de Lis has been around longer than the Saints <laughs> they, have existed. Right? No, they, you know? no, and the answer to that is no, they don't. No, right. no. no, they do not understand. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's only been the for Fleur, the Saints. The Fleur de Lis was invented when Hudat was invented uh, no, in yeah. the no. same year. And it, somebody needs to take a look <laughs> at a French flag, all right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, right. <laughs> Why does it have a Saints logo on it? <laughs> <laughs> the French yeah. are hardcore so, Saints fans. Yeah, yeah. My uh, my fiance Liz, she makes fun of me. Uh, I'm like, yeah, that uh, that ball kicker guy. I don't know what his name is, but uh, <laughs> and, and she just kicker. she stares at me with this like Johnny Knox, like like all my yeah, all <laughs> 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 my balls. But uh, yeah, but real quick to kind of take it back to to the the radio show experience, mm-hmm. right? And and going to conventions, it's going as a, an attendee, right? And, and walking up and paying your your however much and getting your badge, and I'm attendee and, and you know attending stuff is is different than getting a press pass, right? It's just total, right? Because well, one, you're there to do a job, sure. I mean, but we're a little different, like David and I, because we're still fans. Right, mm-hmm. so we get there and we kind of geek out a little bit, but then it's like, hey, you know, get your head out your ass. We we've got to go do interviews. <laughs> yeah, I've caught, I've caught you having fun skin. a couple of times. Yeah, those things. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right. You know, but you know, we've got to go pimp the show. We've got to right, you know, do the deal. And yeah. so, um, and then you know, you have to. Y- y- there's a bit of a different decorum, right? You have to certainly you have to conduct yourself differently. But what what's crazy is that you know there are folks who are paying to stand in line for hours to get autographs from folks that you know that they right. adore and they let us in the back to see them and interview them right. you're right, the smartest right. man in the world <laughs> yes <laughs> Oh, you know, son of a and you can bitch. take that He's press pass racket, right man. now. You can take that press pass right now and get into Cuba. Right, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> Secrets yeah. out now. Next con is going to be nothing but yeah, yeah. I have a- <laughs> right. So and and you know, you know, interviews, pictures with them. You know, like sure. all, that, all that cool stuff. And That's awesome. Um, but um, where was I going with all this? I don't um, know. <laughs> Down the rabbit hole we go. Yeah. Take us away, Brian. You got to meet Susan Rose Jen. No, no. Susan <laughs> Rosen. What the fuck? <laughs> all right, all right. Hang on. Stop. Okay, Stop right I now. Don't, I don't Spencer, get that one. Oh. who is Susan Rosen? She's a local media personality. Oh, 
Okay. All yeah. right. Take us. Um, go ahead. Like continue with it. It's been like on the news for like ever. Yeah. No, really. I'm not going to lie. Not really. I, I don't remember or don't, have no. ever heard of this no. person. Really? I don't think. Never watched like this. Susan, no. if you're listening. No. Bob, Bob Breck. Bob I know Bob Breck. Okay. How about LBJ? Huh? So, LBJ news no. with a twist. Come on. News with a twist. B. Johnson. Yeah. No. 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 You don't uh, pay attention to all those billboards they got around town? Fuck no. Okay. I'm driving. He does, he does really only have one eye that looks the right direction. Fuck you. But, that's my pirate ship. But no, it's <laughs> it's it's a cool experience. It's 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 cool to 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 see it from you know from that side of the fence, right? Sure. Um and and interact with those folks and and, and I mean look, you know, um it's funny when when we were at Dallas Fan Expo, uh, that was like a real big deal for us um, going there and, and and standing in line to get our press passes, right? And and hearing the organizers go, we had three thousand requests for media credentials, and we honored three hundred. And I'm like smacking Dave. I'm wow, like, we're on the list, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's ten percent. Right? Yeah. Made the list. Yeah. So, um, and and you know to to. So we we got it. They had it. They did this press junket deal, and and they had all the guests set up on this stage in the in the this arena, but it was just media people there, right? Right. So there's like a dozen guests, and I don't know, you know, a dozen and a half media folks in this huge space, and we're just right. kind of hanging out, and and they're like, all right, it's going to be interview speed dating, right? Where you know you oh, get about shit. two three minutes with each <laughs> each person, and then we just roll through because you know. You know, you should be covering other stuff for the event, sure. and they've got to get to their tables. Absolutely, and, right? You know, get to the fans. They got to be right. there. And so it was. It was just kind of this surreal experience. And and one of the people that we talked to was one of like the lead organizers for Dallas Fan Expo, and he's a really nice guy. And he was really great. And and we're talking, and he says, you know, something that a lot of folks ask me is is for dirt, right? On on these these really? guests. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it it's average entertainment is is pretty ugly right guess, sure yeah, you know people want right. yeah right they they, they, handle, right. they want the scoop right yeah right. and 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 he's like honestly i don't ha- i don't have those stories you know all my experiences have been fairly good and and you know what from being on this side of the fence all my experiences have been fairly good mm-hmm. right nice. i mean off the top of my head i can think of one you know i think i know you talk you talked about this yeah, yeah. where where <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> Oh yeah, where 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 a guest told me I sucked, right? Because I was trying to do him a solid. But you know, aside from that, everybody's been gracious. Because look, you know what? the The best experience I got is when we had Pam Greer on the show, right? So we yeah. were working with Wizard World, yeah. and and they set that up, and uh, she called in. She, you know, the the representative from Wizard World was picking her from the airport, calls into the show, and then just hands his cell phone to. to to Pam Greer, and so, wow, okay. and that was cool because we, we were like, "Hey, Pam, thanks for being on the show. It's great to have you." And she's like, "Thanks, guys," and just bam, she just like we didn't ask her a question, right? It was just <laughs> she launched into this interview, just goes into this thing, right? <clears throat> yeah, and it's like you know how many interviews has this woman done, right? Sure. Oh yeah. my god, she's and, probably got it like set up in the morning. She's like waking up and just like. Interview mode, right? And, and she told, to go. oh yeah, and she told us this fantastic story about hanging out with Jimi Hendrix and stuff, and just like Hollis, cra- yeah, it was crazy, you know. And wow. and 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 it's like, wow, it's a fantastic interview. But when we when we were actually that was when we were on Thursday nights, right? So 
we get to the event on Saturday and we're rolling around and it's like, hey, we we need to go tell her thanks, right? Sure. And right. we stop by our table and and you know it's like, hey, Miss Greer, look, hey, I'm Brian with the Weekend Geek. I just want to so th- say thanks for for coming on the show. We appreciate you taking the time. And she's like, oh no, son, thank you. And I'm like, that's awesome. Uh, oh yeah. And she's like, if it wasn't for people like you, for all these people standing in this lawn, I wouldn't be anything. You know, and it's like, well, you know, you kind of have a point, right? Yeah, here she is years yeah. later after her heyday, and yeah. she's still like, but that's, that's awesome. oh yeah, and she People. was super gracious, and then and then she started getting ranty, and she's like, and all these actors and actresses, all these young ones coming up over here that got an attitude and want to, she's like, fuck all them, and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> Awesome. I didn't ask for that, but that's awesome. <laughs> right. Thank yeah. you, ma'am. You're yeah. awesome. Thank yeah, you, you Miss Greer. Appreciate it. Love you. Could you repeat that again for my text tone? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Fuck all them. And that's my voicemail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you never knew that you were going to end up quoting that. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you came on the show so you can actually say "fuck all them." Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> so it's can, can I keep going? Oh Absolutely. yeah. All right. Dude, so fucking just tear into it. All right. So so we. Are uh, since we're on a radio station, we're FCC regulated. Sure, I, sure, I, sure. I'm not supposed to curse, of course. And um, when you do curse, and it occasionally happens, uh, it the process is called getting dumped, right? Right. right. Because we're on a delay, we're on a seven second delay, so the producer can hit a button, and then it kills seven seconds of audio, and that just dead air goes out to the world, right? And so, so we were at CoastCon, we were doing a, a remote. Mm-hmm. And Dave and I are talking, and we start talking about reboots, right? Ah, oh, the reboots, reboots, oh, and revamps, and <clears throat> resequels. Bullshit. And, like, and and I was and I was the starting. I was getting reboot. work out, and and I was getting just slowly worked up, and yeah. I was just like, and these fucking reboots, and and Dave. <laughs> Just his eyes got as big as his friggin' you know pie saucers, yeah, right, right. you know, and and and, <laughs> and I'm like, and I just so I just kept rolling with it, you know, and and then we get we get to the commercial break, and and you know we get into the the mics, and we're like, Daryl, did did you kill that one? And he's like, Yeah, I got it. And then he, and then he looks at me, and he's like, <laughs> just laughing, you know, like you cursed on air and got dumped, you know. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, it was my one and only time. At least look, at least I got a legitimate dump. Um, Dave got dumped for saying Cox sucks cocks. All right, as in Cox Communications. Right. Oh, yes. Yeah. And so yeah, that's that's where he got dumped, and that's <sighs> pretty funny. Oh, like uh, uh like the Sofa Kings. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> nope. There was Fugawi. there was a clip from ESPN where uh somebody was talking about. Uh, I, I don't even, I'll burn up 10 minutes trying to describe it, but basically somebody uh, kissed, I want to say Dick Vitale on the mouth, like during some, some weird, you know, sports event. And um, he brought it, somebody else brought it up to him in the middle of the conversation. But all you heard was the words, dick in the mouth. <laughs> so you hear, you're just kind of hearing the chatter, like blah, 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 yeah, dick in the mouth. And they all kind of stop and they look at him like, <laughs> What did you just say? He's like, so what kissed, happened was I went up to him and I kissed dick in the mouth. Kissed, <laughs> dick in the mouth. Dick, dick in the, the mouth. mouth. But that's all you heard out of the din of the conversation was dick in the mouth. Oh, that's too. That's too good nice. stuff. Wonderful. Yeah. Just, just so you know, yeah. it's, it's all about cursing here. You're okay. Oh yeah, no, yes. no Brian, I, don't be fucking scared to say. And, and I, I'd okay. like it. I'd like it to be known. Uh, uh, props where they're due. Brian contributed. 
ten dollars, which is way yes. far and above what yeah, he would you. rack I, I up. Think that's a clap. That's, to, yeah, that's, a, our, that's yeah. fantastic. If we thank take you. that to Mexico, we can retire for years. Right. You're you're covered for the year, sir. Hey, on on behalf of the Weekend Geek, just want to. You know, it, we we appreciate charity endeavors, and uh, we know y'all doing a good thing. So uh, we hope to. Yeah. Well, we appreciate it, it. Are greatly. We still donating cows to people. Yes, well, <laughs> not yeah. personally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't play around. Up, we let's give, get Bessie yeah. and hand that one over to the Chucks over there. Yeah, we're we're going to a ten episode format. This is this will be number nine. So we got one more for Heifer International, and then we're sending the check off. And awesome. uh, yep. hey, can we our, give them a total? If you don't mind, I think you had a little brief total. Yeah, our running total at the moment, uh, not counting this episode, is two hundred and fifteen dollars. Fucking well, two hundred. How much money until we buy a cow? <laughs> we're we're a little. We off. send it to them, and <laughs> they then buy cow. Yeah. The livestock situation. So, so far, we out so here. far we have the tail. And the left nose area. I think yeah. we could get a goat. We have short, we have short <laughs> ribs, and a, and a pygmy goat. <laughs> right. No, but uh, basically, we're we're like free range chickens when it comes to swearing here. We're just you know organic. Just oh, yeah? do whatever there we want. No we can wrong say words. whatever we want. There right. is now <laughs> at, the, at the same time though, and we've discussed yeah, this. There's oh yeah, well obviously um, we have discussed quite a few times the finesse of swearing. Right. Oh, of course. Yes. Like if you. I don't know. Hit up Xbox Live and just listen to the twelve-year-olds go back and yeah. forth. You that is you not that guy is like, "Yo, man, fuck, what's happening? Fuck, yo, what's up? Fuck." Right, <laughs> just like that. You, you you can't just use the uh, the obscenities for for just the sake of having right. them. It, right, it's not there for filler. And right. we and we shy away from poop, even okay. though the great <laughs> Danny DeVito defined it as Seriously. as being funny. Somebody, we just can't okay, talk about so, poop. I didn't like, like I said, I've only caught a little bit of your show, but apparently somebody here has a fecal fetish. I, I don't know. You're sitting you know. right next to the son of a bitch. Oh, right. <laughs> that, that's a horrible, horrible fetish. Ah, uh, no, yeah. no. Well, I'm mean, look, hey man, look, funny. I'm not here to judge. <laughs> all right, so you know, whatever, whatever floats your boat. You know, this guy shits I mean. on dicks. <laughs> okay, I did. No, that was look. No. I that's TMI. Hey, yes, right. that's way Check too much show. TMI. We got it. We've got it on the show. All right. I, I yes. don't care what you have. Dan. I was really you, hoping you right. can get cut out. But. No, no, it's in there. Ah, fuck. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, you may want to check your brakes for the next few weeks, Dan. We have a skilled mechanic. Yeah, I'll have to <laughs> fix them again. <laughs> fix them. <laughs> just, just charge them. Well, we got about uh, 10 more minutes to burn up. Shall we launch into uh, Dan's uh, segment? I have a segment. Of, you say, have a segment. I do. 10 minutes of him raging about what apocalypse looks like. Oh, my God. Thank a- Jesus. Apocalypse. You will know. Oh. Oh. The zombies are going to come at me. All right, with- people. Welcome to Dan's segment. Oh, boy. This is about to get fucking serious, okay? Oh. I don't know if you is know it, this. Is it called Dan's segment? Because no. you, you totally need a PR guy if that's what it's called. No, it's not my segment. <laughs> All right. just, I'm going with this. I've been drinking beers. Three notes no out fucks. of a... <laughs> <laughs> Dan's little piece of wah, wah, wah. No. Uh, anyway, the the deal is this. All right. Uh, Age of Apocalypse is coming out in 2016. You know, Brian Singer's back directing another great X-Men movie I hope to see. Okay. I say I hope. Um, there have been some screenshots come out of um, Oscar Isaac, I believe is his name, the actor. I'm sorry. I don't remember that. If it's not, I don't fucking care. Um, the deal is he is supposed to be Apocalypse, the original mutant the one the only 
the guy that can take out anybody whenever he feels like it. You know, he Every, looks like he needs to eat about forty sandwiches. You know, he does because, like, if you look at Apocalypse and all the comics, he is a big son of a bitch, and he does not give two fucks about anything. Anybody steps up to him, nobody cares. It's just like, he's like, mm, no, get out of my face. I'm bitch. assuming you mean big as in like muscular and mountain like. Because if it's just like a fat guy schlump, like I'll destroy you. No, like like the Hulk or the Thing, right? Or those are go. like. Or, or kingpin, right? Those are right. larger, big, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. They're you know in their drawings and their character, the way they're built, you know, they're they look stocky, but then you put them next to another character that you find to be intimidating, and they make them look like a little ant, you know, you know, uh, and they're not standing next to Ant Man. Okay, so I take it that this uh, apocalypse you're referring to, not quite. Measuring up? No, to, not yeah. even. He uh, he looks atrocious by the screenshots, and I say that the shots on set that I've seen of him in costume, I can't handle it, y'all. Fucks with my chi. I, I don't like it. It makes me sad because uh, from seeing the comic, you know, villain that I really love, you know, the creator of like so to speak in the movie, they're saying the mutants that we see today. You know, they're all a part of him somehow. You know, Look, Fox hasn't done too bad with with I mean, they've been kind of hit and miss on on the X-Men, right? Right. Well, I like, mean, not a not a solid you last know, streak. What the fuck? What what regardless of all that, look, I mean, you know, they're doing better than Sony did with Spider-Man, right? I would say so cuz I haven't liked any of the Spider-Man movies really? really. None of them, not even you know, okay. I mean, look, the Toby McGar stuff was all right. I did the what was it, Garfunkel? And, yeah, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Garfield. <laughs> yeah, that guy. You might as well. Yeah, close him, enough. Man. Yeah, right. well, you know, he, you and know, Simon he wrote himself there. off. Okay. Yeah, no, and that's fine. And look, and and the whole don't even get me started on Fantastic Four. Oh, you know, so X Men hasn't been too bad, but uh, you know, look, what what about Olivia Munn, right? As Psylocke, I'm I am a little leery of that, but. You know, I, I, I'm a little scared of it, you know, but then at the same time, you know, she's not really a nerd or a geek or something, but she's right. played a nerd a geek person, nerd. you know, in fucking G4 well, or whatever. We'll, we'll see. Look, it's it's a definite, I'm, for me, and I'm only speaking for myself, right? Even if you're wrong, Dan. Um, <laughs> Son is, of a bitch! Is that I'm going to go see this movie. Yes. But it won't be until it's over that. Where I determined if I like it or not. Right. Yeah, you know, I was the same way with Ant Man. Yeah. No, right? no. 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 I you know? I understand your your point. Right. And it's... and even like Batman versus Superman, which I will go see, even though I know I'm going to hate it. So. Yeah, Batman versus Superman is. Uh, I. You know what? Jared I, I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it. Yeah, you gonna no, try we, what? We've already we've we've already raged about that one. Oh yeah. Oh. We've Suicide Squad. Oh yeah. You okay. know, like looking at that, and you know, I haven't raged, but I've. Taking a point just like you, right? Watching Suicide Squad and the folks who they picked right. to be the characters, I'm going to go in there with an open mind. I'm going to fucking just chill out, watch the movie, and then after, then I'm going to fucking royally scream about it, blah blah blah. If I really need to, but Will Smith is secretly a Scientologist. Just want to let you know about that. Uh, Will Smith. <laughs> oh man, uh, Will Smith. Not a secret anymore. We got uh. eight listeners. <laughs> 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 But the, but the thing is, is like, you know, Will Smith, like going into Suicide Squad, since you brought it up, like he's the one that I'm like, I'm hearing the lines from him. I'm seeing him on screen and I'm just like, 
No. No. Yeah. Just I. Hey, I gotta hijack this real quick. You you say you got eight listeners, right? No, I think that's fantastic because there was a podcast that I was listening to, including the four of us, the four of us that are <laughs> right. in the room right now. <laughs> and there's this podcast, and I'm and I even remember what it was, right? But they had this joke about it was two of them in the in in their studio, right? And then they had this somebody who wrote in right about one of their shows, and they're like, oh, they must be our third listener, right? <laughs> and right. and then so as people would write into the show, they would sign it as your third the listener, third listen. right? Awesome. And, and then, you know, so it became a thing. And they actually had T-shirts made up, you know, I'm the third listener type oh, deal. So maybe nice. you can roll with that about eight listeners, right? So I was just throwing it out there. I'm just, <laughs> yeah. All right. It's a random number. No, that's yeah. cool. Look, but so we like can say like a four plus four equals eight listeners. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So, well, Dan, you're technically, if that's the case, we're up to nine because we got Brian. Yeah. yeah I, I should. I'm not going to listen anymore. After this. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're still counting it. Let's say you are counting your hens way over there. We're just still kidding. counting. No, you're in. No, that's why. Once you've listened, you are a listener. <laughs> So Dan, you're. I'm sorry. I no, totally no, no, took no, over no. your segment. No, there's there. no problems with this because like I, I'll fucking talk about it all the time. Just about the fact that all right, I've seen some of these screenshots and we're gonna throw them up on the website, you know, and let people look at this and see what they think of Apocalypse. But from the comics I've seen him, he is this big badass motherfucker that you don't want to fuck with in any way, shape, or form. Now, in some of the shots, I see him. It looks like they're taking a tip from Stargate meets. Isaac Ooze from Power Rangers, okay? Um, he's got this... Ivan. You, uh, Ivan. Oh, I'm sorry. Not Isaac Ooze. My bad. You're right. You're right. Ivan. I got that screwed up. But anyway, the deal is he looks comical, but not in a good way. So it's almost like those... Um, oh, who did the super almost cartoony uh, Batman movies? Was that Schumacher? Uh, like Batman and Robin and Batman Forever. Oh, yeah, you're talking I, about with like Arnold Schwarzenegger, like yeah, Mr. Yeah, Freeze yeah, yeah, and all that. Right, right. right. Yeah. They got super little, campy, almost slapsticky yeah. kind of. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's the horrible it's, stuff. Yeah. yeah. They got too goofy with it. And I mean, now, and people have put these up next to each other, and you're like, oh, they look nothing alike. But it's like, but the funny part is the color scheme is yeah. so close. But again, going back to. Making sure Looked I have like a good the first opinion. prototype for Frankenberry. Yeah, that could be actually. What, what trips me out though, and and I'm surprised you haven't mentioned it, is the fact that they've had comparisons between this guy's depiction of Apocalypse and cosplayers, right? And right. I have seen that. Yes, and the cosplayers smoke the snot oh, out of Hollywood. Oh God, do they? Yeah. Damn. Which you know, honestly, as another quick aside. Um, I think that Hollywood, or at least some folks in Hollywood, some of the uh, prop makers and stuff, the costumers and stuff, are starting to up their game oh, because they have to. cosplayers they have to. are upping their game. Right, right. You know, I've I've trooped for almost eight hours as a stormtrooper. Right, right. And and my kit has to last that long. And Hollywood productions for years, you know, you stick it together with scotch tape and bubble gum. Whatever makes it through the scene. Exactly. Right. It's got to be, you know, 60 seconds to make the cut, right? right. Yeah. And so, uh, no, it's it's the production's gone up. I think that's pretty good. But um, That's awesome. But, yeah, like, I, and I've seen a number of these, like, uh, you know, fan-made costumes. They're just, holy fuck. They are awesome. Why are they not in the middle of the, you know, why are they not up there with that costume? 
Why, are, why don't you have an apocalypse costume then? Yeah, where's that at? I can bitch. help you out with that. All right, oh, yeah? uh, bro, let's get it going. All right, some, maybe maybe one of you would know this guy's name. I don't know his name at all, okay. but he his picture shows up just about anywhere that there's a major con, and uh, he is hailed around the internet time and again as being the perfect uh, Joker cosplayer. And uh, I think it's because he naturally has the sharp upturning corners of it. it he has the face, the facial features for yeah, it. Yeah, I've seen, I, I've seen the picture. I know who you're talking about. Um, that that would be him. I yeah, right there, Anthony Messano. Yeah, Miss Missiano. All right. Well, that solves that fucking mystery. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That was, that was a fun Scooby Doo mystery, though. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it very much. Good job, gang. Yeah, but. Um, <laughs> I thought this guy was solid. That's his natural Jesus. face. Well, that's uh that's a different comic version of the Joker where you got a face that he literally just strapped across his. He's going for more of the Jack well, Nicholson. Okay, so Dan knows about this. We've had this discussion of people that have a serious case of Joker face. Oh, they there just are. Have that like they look like they have a normal mouth, but then they smile and the corners of the mouth touch their ears. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, you you know, think that that's, Canadians? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not to be confused wow. with vinegar strokes. Yeah, vinegar so. strokes. <laughs> hey, Dan, did you tell him I, I did a I did a Joker cosplay? Yes, yes. Brian did do a Joker cosplay. Very nice. Like, actually, is a little more alarming than most. <laughs> <laughs> because the thing is, is like he takes something that's so, I guess, world renowned as fun and you know, fattening. Uh, and then turned it into a fucking nightmare that would like rival Tim Curry's. I mean, because like when you see Brian in this costume, it's a new level of fucking fear. Okay, it's like, it's like you know, you see those people who shave their eyebrows, and you don't know what's like something's wrong with them. But <laughs> but go ahead, Brian. So, so that is fucking brilliant. The lady here is uh, my friend Valerie. This was all her idea. Yeah, yeah. However, she sewed and, and assembled her whole costume. Yeah. I sewed and assembled all of mine. This would be Ronald McJoker <laughs> and Wendy Quinn. That's uh, right. So uh, damn it, that's genius, man. That, that's going up. God. Yeah. So we that's have, badass. Now, what's cool about that is that was uh, we debuted that at, at this past Wizard World here in New Orleans. And I found out that day exactly how many of my friends were afraid of clowns. Holy shit. <laughs> Which is, and, and the answer to that is a lot. Yeah, well, yeah. and what's really cool is um, I've got a buddy of mine, local comic artist, Tim Lottie, uh, who's working on a series called Night Stars. So totally need to check that out because it's really Night cool. Stars. And uh, so he hadn't seen me dressed up. And I, yeah, I went by his booth. Like I came up to the side and... He had some people in his booth, so I kind of waited there for a second, and then he kind of cleared out, and there's nobody there for for a few minutes. And uh, he had like this um, this kind of archway over the table, and it basically blocked his view of me, right? So I snuck up on that and kind of peeked around a little bit to see him. And and when he was looking down at at his pad and he was doing some commission or something like that, I jumped in front of his table, slammed my hands on the front, and said, "Why so skinny?" <laughs> <laughs> and he 
about fell out of his chair, just try, awesome. like could not get away from me fast enough. Right. And I'm like, dude, it's me, it's Brian. And he's <laughs> like, oh, you suck, you fucking asshole. The question is, did he fuck up the art that he was no, working no, on at the time? No, he didn't. He didn't. Well, fuck it up. He drops a pencil quick enough. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, oh, yeah, it was an absolute trip. That's uh, like Julie. accidental photo bomb, it looks like. Oh, well, yeah, no, it's just in the background. But that, no, that's um, Julie Ghostbuster Batgirl Vader. So. That's an interesting combination, yeah. Yeah, no, she's she's uh, she's cool. Um, mm-hmm. I I officiated her wedding as well. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. All right, so I'm thinking, my, never cosplayed before. Well, apart from you know, I did the '80s band thing. Uh, okay, I'm Tron Jovi. Nice. I have this yeah, suit with <laughs> it's awesome. It's pretty badass. It's, it's really awesome. Ken fucking rocks. But uh, I'm thinking, uh, if I ever decide to cosplay, yeah, um, I'm thinking of Morton Joe. Uh, Dude, yeah. Uh, have you seen the new uh, Mad Max? What? I actually have not seen the new Mad Max. I'm, <gasps> I'm behind on that one. Son of a bitch. Which one is that? Real quick. Fury Road. Oh, that's, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, there we go. There I am. <laughs> oh, that's looking so, good. He's got the EL light with the little yeah, battery yeah. and everything. Uh, I'll have all, also have my base strapped on, so that covers the, uh, you know, from the waist down. Right. No, so, that's good stuff. Yeah, there we go. It's a little bit better of a shot. So, yeah, that's that's about the extent of my... Uh, but your cosplay experience so far? Exactly. Yeah. And there's me with a trash can or a trash bag strapped and trying to about eat a to pineapple. To town on a pineapple. Dude, there's this <laughs> pineapple eating contest. Now, the thing about Eleutheran pineapples, that's a little island in the Bahamas. Uh-huh. They are so tender, there's no core to them, or the core is very soft. So you can just grab it by the crown and... Eat it down like a lollipop. Wow. So here I am trying to formulate my strategy on how I'm going to attack this thing. And I'm making pretty good progress. Meanwhile, this girl next to me comes up from beneath <laughs> and latches onto the thing. It looked like something out of fucking Jaws. Oh, <laughs> my God. She comes launching up like a bass. <laughs> latches onto this pineapple. And in like three bites, it was gone. Holy like, shit. Well, fuck. I just lost a Pac-Man. Wow. <laughs> Miss Pac-Man, thank you very much. Look, look. Next time you need to get her to you need to get Ashley to point the camera at that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You so, look like you could flex and bust out of that garbage. Actually, that I don't ga- know if that garbage that bag. bag can hold you. That's <laughs> the scary part. It's a force flex. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't realize that it actually did rip and they had to tape it onto him. <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty much split all the way down the back. I was Chris Farling it in the uh, <laughs> In a little coat. Trash Very bag. serious about that pineapple. Well, oh, he, yeah. he was enjoying it, and then someone ruined it when they turned into Miss Pac-Man and gobbled. So were you like pineapple eating competition? Fuck yeah! Sign me up. No, I was. I, I, I was volunteered. Voluntold? Oh, no, you were you voluntold? Voluntold. Yeah. Uh, and then later that night, I was voluntold to be head judge of the Miss Pineapple competition. Oh yeah. Oh, that sounds torturous. And then later yeah. that night, you vomited. <laughs> pineapple. Probably. Oh, volunteer. Oh, ah, yeah, hey, yeah. Wordplay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, one last thing before we uh, depart. Brian, are you familiar with uh, our concept of gum tracks? Uh, so I, I caught a little bit of it, but please uh, give me a refresher. Okay. The, where the phrase com- comes from, uh, the, the idea, yeah, in social situations where somebody takes out gum, 
And everybody wants a piece. Everybody wants a piece of gum. Yeah. But what clicks in their head? Why don't they ever buy gum? Why is it that they these people don't ever buy gum? But then they're the, cheap when, fucks. It's like, but it's it's not even like a, a cheap thing. Like the the guy that smokes everybody else's cigarettes. It's as if they forget that gum exists, and then when they see it, oh god, gum! Please, I, I'm on my knees already. Come on, gum, please. Mm-hmm. So, it's a similar kind of reaction that takes place in your head when you hear a certain song. You know, it could be a song that it's been so long since you've heard it, and maybe you've forgotten that it exists, and you'll catch it on the radio or in an ad or something. And oh shit, that song! Oh my and, god! And why don't why haven't I gone out and bought that album and listened to it all the time? Exactly. Right. Um, Take me out by Franz Ferdinand. That's probably oh, okay. about the fastest response, by the yeah. way, wow, we've ever yeah. heard of that. Because was like I got some new ones. Well, he does, he <laughs> well, does, he does normal, do live radio, so yeah, there is a, that. He's just good at but, it. I mean, well, 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 and in in, in to, just just to, to to preface it, when you asked me earlier about this, you're like, I start thinking about it, and I, and I'm really, I was I was like, well, where do I want to go with this, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and and the first thought that I had was actually, um, uh. 80s kind of hairband stuff, right? Sure, Guns yeah. and Roses right, and right. Def right, Leppard right. and uh, you know White Snake and you know yeah. all that good stuff. And then, and then when we covered the the definition again, and then I was like, what do what do I really really like that I listen to? But I haven't because I I own Guns and Roses mm-hmm. and Def Leppard like the the albums, not not the bands. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say, son of a bitch, <laughs> right, why are you right. at work, yeah, motherfucker? I know. I know. Um, and, and, you know, like Led Zeppelin and stuff like, you know, so I, I have legal copies of that stuff, right. you know, that I can access, but, uh, yeah, no, um, take me out by Franz Ferdinand is, is, was on rock band and I nice. used to play the heck out of that. Right. I love that track. Yeah. Okay. So, and, uh, but I don't own a, a copy of that. So gotcha. Yeah, I do. That's unfortunately. Awesome. Yeah. What? The, just, just get the, just buy the one song. Yeah, buy don't the buy single. the album. Okay. No, that's cool. But it's just it, weird because, you know, when it just hit me when you mentioned it. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It, it gives you that somebody took out gum reaction. It did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It did. Okay. Nice. Michael. Yeah, so my, my new ones to add are uh, a couple of Harry Belafonte songs, like the ones that you, everyone knows. Okay. Yeah. Cause it's, Whenever you, whenever I actually hear them outside of Beetlejuice, right? It's like, oh yeah, we're gonna like those songs. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming uh, Sonora. Yeah. They played at the end. There's the Banana Boat song, more commonly known, you know, yes. Deo. Uh, another Belafonte tune that I really like is the, uh, the. It's called the Coconut Woman. I think I have heard that one. And yeah, I like that that's one another well. Belafonte. That's. That's the music you listen to when you're drinking your giant fishbowl cocktail <laughs> at so, the Tiki Bar. No exactly. fucks given. So no we actually given. we would take uh, road trips as kids. We we do our uh, the the family vacation to the beach, and yeah. uh, every time we would cross the Florida into the Florida border, we would start playing playing that. The banana boat song? Well, just any of the Belafonte. Just any Belafonte yeah, stuff. Yeah, nice. yeah, and it was like well, we did this for like years. Yeah, yeah it was a little so, so cassette going tape. From, uh, Florabama, like crossing that line. Uh yeah, from Alabama to Florida. Yeah, so Belafonte yeah. puts right. you in vacation mode. Absolutely, as yeah. well okay. it should. And it was cool because then it was like that was the road to the beach. Yeah, you know, exactly. and the music we associated that music with it. Exactly. It was, yeah, but man. we did that for like years. It was, it was pretty cool. Nice, solid little tradition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anything else to add, gentlemen? Um, yeah, you got 
we got time for another story. Absolutely. Oh yeah. yeah. So up. so two two things happened. One, you mentioned the 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 um gum the, songs. Yeah, the gum tracks. Gum yeah. tracks, gum tracks. And um <clears throat> and you're like, Wow, that's the fast response that, that we've ever gotten. And mm-hmm. then then you said, Well, you know, that's the live radio thing. And it reminded me, you know, okay, so so the the show that we do, right, is is live. However, there are a few instances where we have pre-recorded a show, right? Dave and I, um, around Mardi Gras, right? He was uh, driving a truck in Tux, and I was on my way to Disney World, so we couldn't be there. And we we don't we don't consider it a value to run like a best of. Some of the some of the hosts will do a best of deal and just rerun old audio, and right, it's like right. yeah. you know, no, nah, that's that's total BS, right? So. Uh, we pre-recorded the show and um, we ended up doing an interview special. We had a whole lot of audio from all these different interviews that we we had. We hadn't aired it yet. And so, wow, this is a great opportunity. Let's do this. So uh, we sat down in, in Dave's living room and, and, and kind of worked it out. It's like, okay, we have these interviews. What are the time tracks on that? And it's kind of write it all down. And okay, so how do we fit it into these segments? Segments are about 10 minutes a pop. You know, and, and we kind of worked that out. So then we were like, all right, we need a little a little intro into each segment, and then we need an outro, right, to, you know, stay tuned, keep listening, blah, blah, whatever. Sure. And so uh, we, we did three segments like that, and, and Dave cut in all the interviews. And then the end of our every one of our show is uh, This Week in Geek History, all right? Okay, yeah. And what I do is I go out and I get these, you know, geeky historical items, and then I'll do some celebrity, geeky celebrity birthdays. And I'll and I'll put that into the segment, right? Right. And then we actually have show notes that we have a Google spreadsheet that Dave and I have access to, and and so we build the show there. Before you know, but he never reads the history items, right? He he does not look at them. So does he just wing it when you bring it up? Or? Because he wants to react to it. Okay. Okay. Right. That makes, okay. Right. You know, so he wants he he wants to have no idea what I'm going to bring up. <laughs> so whatever comes out of his crackheaded skull, oh, <laughs> gets out on the air, right? And it's so it's these spontaneous reactions. So sure. we uh, so it's like all right. So you know, I get the I get the items together and and we we start our recording. We're going through through the the numbers and and we get to that segment. And, and we start in, and it's, uh, you know, we have our intro, and it's like, all right, you know, this date, you know, uh, 3, 12, you know, whatever, blah, blah. Right on. And, and so I, I do the deal, and then he reacts to it, and then we get to the about the third item on my list, and he's like, my mic's not on. Uh, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> God like, damn it. We, yeah, I know. And so we... <laughs> So it's like, all right, well, that's fine. Let's start over, right? So we freaking kill the track. We start it over, and then I keep using the same items, and then he's like, we get to the first one, and he starts with his same reaction, but now it's now it feels forced. It just sounds staged. And, he, right, right. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. I, I can't do this. And it's like, all right, give me give me 10 minutes. I'm going to get some more, you know. Dig up some more geeky history. And, right, right. Ah. Yeah, and then we end up cutting it. But it actually was a really good show, you know. Uh, in the end, but uh, it's just kind of one of those behind the scenes and the magic of radio. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, this is what really goes on. Oh yeah, no, it's it's good stuff. Right so, on, right on. And there are some things that I think even the most skilled actors, if um, you, know, you could still sort of tell the difference between 
a staged reaction and a genuine one. Right. Oh yeah, right. yeah. And I that's that's one of the reasons I love watching, uh, especially comedy shows, just watching the the gag reel. Oh yeah, just, oh, I, I love seeing funny people lose it because yeah. I'm so used to them making me laugh my ass off. Right. And uh, but to see them, you know, especially with a lot of. Um, well, like your your Judd Apatow stuff, and oh yeah, the, the the format seems to be so much more about just riffing and improv. Right. And like these are all improv guys, like, you mm. know, uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Oh yeah, that oh. that whole those are all heavy improv alums. So when you see them going through different lines in these scenes, and the person acting opposite, they have no idea what the fuck the other one's right. about to say. They know right. the general gist, <laughs> yeah. but to right. see them lose it time... Oh, it's <laughs> right. just... Right. To me, it's funnier than the actual yeah. show. The best reaction that, that I know of is... Uh, you're familiar with Galaxy Quest? Oh, yeah. Right. right. Yeah. So there's that scene where... Um, Tim Allen's character has, has gone to the ship and he's come back and he's, guys, guys, we gotta, we gotta go. Right, 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 right. And so they get them all in there and Sigourney Weaver's character gets to the ship first or one of the first mm-hmm. it's in the the little bubble yeah that's right and she's just kind of standing there freaking out right right, right. and she's yeah, just, just kind of looking oh, around okay oh what yeah and then the engineer guy pops up behind her and screams bloody murder <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and she freaks out the director <laughs> did not tell her he was going to scream <laughs> I gotta watch that. So her that. reaction is genuine. I like what, is the, the guy that plays yeah. uh monk um Tony Shalhoub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's like, he's like, oh wow, what a ride! That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. that was a hell of uh, a thing. My, yeah, my favorite uh, bit from Galaxy Quest was um, there's the scene where they're on the phone or they're on the communicator mm-hmm. with the other geeks and they're they're navigating their way through the ship. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then there's that scene where it's like, all right, then just make your way through the chompers. And they get to that second where you just got these massive fucking oh, yeah. iron crushes. Well, you hear. Sigourney Weaver's character say, well, screw that. But yeah. you very clearly see her mouth say, fuck that. Yeah. yeah. And I always say, like, that, why does it look so weird? And then I right. hit it without the sound. I was like, oh, it was because she's saying, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, I guess they were probably oh, man. One, one swear away from a different rating. So they, right. let's cut that back like, to a screw. Right, yeah. And, yeah. One of the classic screw ups that I know of in a film was A Knight's Tale. After the uh, first time he like wails on a guy with a sword, yeah, he cuts to Mark Addy and like or uh, Paul Bettany's character goes through his super elaborate fucking spiel, and everyone's just kind of sitting there dead quiet like crickets. And it cuts to Mark Addy, and you see him kind of do this number with his hand, cover around, and he goes, "Yeah!" <laughs> right, right. All it's, of the all of the extras were didn't speak English, so they didn't know their cue. Oh. <laughs> So he's kind of <laughs> doing the whole side hand mouth. Yeah, it's yeah, funny. And it yeah, turns it out, yeah. <laughs> and exactly. just like, like, fuck it, it's funny. Put it in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, or, um, but the like as Spencer brought up earlier, you were talking about improv with Amy Poehler, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Pratt and uh, Parks and Rec. If you watch him and the Ron Swanson, who's like a, a deadpan straight face throughout the entire show. Oh, that's except for the occasional moments when he gets really giddy, like because he's. He's on like a treasure hunt or something because apparently he loves riddles. <laughs> and um, Nick Offerman's laugh has got to be one of the funniest. The, uh, and it's the, genuine, the too. Yes, that just, just yuckety. Watching, watching Chris Pratt just break him every oh, now and then. It is it's, great. It's gold. But the one that's funnier is in one of the scenes, he's supposed to be, Chris Pratt's supposed to be standing naked in a doorway. And to completely get the genuine reaction, he didn't tell Amy Poehler, but he dropped Trow. 
and was standing there bare ass naked. Oh, nice. interesting. And she's like, "Oh God, why?" And that's the take they used. That's awesome. Yeah, because you you're not yeah. gonna be able to recreate that, at least not to that level. <laughs> that is awesome. It's funny we were talking about this because I actually watched Blade Runner the other day. I am so glad. And, uh, which which didn't cut go? of Blade Runner? <laughs> oh yeah, really? Huh? Uh, and I was, of course. So I. The replica. I have a bad habit of pulling up IMDb while I'm watching a movie and just start, you right. know, flipping through all the characters and everything. And uh, I was reading the, like the uh, facts about the movie and stuff. And they said there was one scene where Harrison Ford pushed uh, the one replicant, Rebecca, and uh, they that wasn't scripted. He, you know, she didn't know that he was gonna like just like shove the shit out of her and it like <laughs> and they kept it in the movie. I mean, it scared the shit out of her and like you know it, she, her reaction to that was was genuine and they and they left it in the movie interesting and, uh, right. which also brings me back to the gum tracks that 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 really like swanky saxophone music they play throughout the music it just it keeps going on in my head I like it it's pretty throughout good. blade runner yeah yeah oh okay yeah, uh, gotcha okay it's like that sexy like bizarre like, one more, like 80s said, film noir yeah <laughs> yeah you know what i mean like right. yeah Another one that was uh, in Vigo Mortensen in Two Towers when he went to kick the helmet because he was supposed to be pissed off that he couldn't find the damn hobbits. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, he broke a toe yeah. kicking that helmet. Ooh, shit. Yeah. So when you see him like fall to the ground, like kind of crying, upset, like it's a legitimately little bitch, him falling he... to the ground crying, upset. Yeah, that sucks. Ouch. Which you hope moments like that they don't fall to the ground. Ah! Fuck! Can I get a cut? <laughs> oh God damn it! Fuck me! I in broke the... my fucking foot! God <laughs> damn it! Hobbits, motherfucker! Did, did you see the the recent picture of the Rock? Whatever he's filming, and and the caption is like, "There's no time to bleed on set," and the dude's uh, ring finger is like bent in oh. an unnatural fashion. The skin uh. isn't broken. But he yeah. he stopped to have a picture taken before he went to the medic to get it straightened out, you know, oh. and then went back to filming because he's the Rock. I know. Uh, yeah. The uh, Dave Grohl leg incident where he fell off the stage and broke his leg. Yes, or something like that. And, and kept playing. He's yep. like, he's like, he's like, hang on, I'm gonna go get an X-ray real quick, and then I'll be right back. Yeah, one of the and then many... they, they put his cast on on the stage. Yeah, one Ken, of the... that could have been you to do that X-ray. It yeah. could have been me. Apparently, that town does not have portable x-ray machines. It's not as common as you'd think. Really? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm coming in the Honda. I'll be right there. <laughs> Odyssey up. Yeah. One more example of why Dave Grohl is just the shit. Oh, hell yeah. Now he has a, a Game of Thrones level guitar throne. Human being. Mm, does he? That shit? Yeah. No. That's how. That's what he plays on right now. Mike, pull it stand. up. Pull it up, Mike. I will. Oh, but uh, did you see the 1,000 foot? We'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> that, that, that my friend is how you sculpt a cliffhanger <laughs> you ever see the thousand uh, we'll talk oh, about it. I'm, I'm, I'll be sitting next on time the on the watch your mouth podcast <laughs> <laughs> oh, more shit you really don't care about <laughs> stay on the edge of your seat so gentlemen yes have we reached a wrapping point I think I, we're at a wrap I believe so yeah, right. this is a good episode, good a, episode. absolutely all right, so of course, we had a celebrity on our episode. Yeah, right. local celebrity. <laughs> it, it, it tends to uh, to freshen things. Yeah, it's a tri-state celebrity. Yeah, it's not just us. <laughs> He's so fucking classy. So, yes, a thousand thanks to local celebrity Brian Held of You're very Weekend welcome. Geek. Thank you so much for coming on. We absolutely loved having you, and do come back anytime. It yeah. was my pleasure. More than welcome. 
Stupid Especially bitch. Especially if you actually come and pay ahead for your curse work. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You, now, yeah, we like that. Yeah, you've got your tab yeah. covered for the next 10 visits. He brought this much. bitch back to 1998 and prepaid his minutes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, all right, Kenny. Yeah, we will see everyone next week. So uh, here's Ken Petrie for Michael Kirk. Fuck you guys. Dan Kirk. I don't know what to say. Spencer Weldon. I don't have anything to say to that. And one more time, our local celebrity, Brian Held Jr. Thanks, guys. Saying, remember, swearing is caring, so watch your mouth. Fuck off. got a little bonus material for you. Before we got the show rolling, Brian discussed with us his endeavors to combat a problem that is so very real, so very globally threatening, yet at the same time so misunderstood that people to this day debate whether the problem even exists at all. I'm speaking, of course, of dragons. Do yourself a favor, visit ikilldragons.com, watch the video, get informed, and be sure to check out the Weekend Geek radio show and podcast. More information at twigradio.com. Now we're going to start off in the middle of the conversation where we were asking Brian about how many phone calls he receives through the I Kill Dragons website. All right. So, yes, we we <coughs> did get plenty of calls. Okay, so first thing, the first obvious thing when you see that is the... Um, the phone number, mm-hmm. right? Right. So when when we shot it, it was one of those, you know, uh, call today, 555-9000, right? Just the fake number, right? right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> right before we we cut the, made the final cut, my, my buddy Ethan, who's the videographer, he's the bum on the bench, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, I, I've got this Google voice number that I'm not going to use, so let's re-record it. And I'll just lay that over, and and we'll have an actual number. And then I call, <laughs> he gave me the number, and I called and set up the the voicemail, the voice, yeah. right? And it's like, hi, this is Byron Delancey, and I'm out slaying pesky dragons right now. But if you leave a message, I'll get back to you and your dragon problem as soon as possible, right? And and we did. We got like a bunch of messages and stuff. It was, <laughs> you know. It's like I've got a dragon problem, <laughs> you know. It, it, you know, people. Right. Yeah, but now what was really funny was that we're not sure where where this came from, but there was this message that this guy left, and it was it was angry. It was just filled with vitriol. It just you know just he just, fucking hated you he because hate, you stole his idea. I I don't know what it was like. We 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 believe that he was a stand up comedian, and he. He called the number while he was on stage and like held it to the mic and then was just ranting. Uh, that's the only thing right. that we could that yeah. makes sense to us, right? Uh-huh. And because it was just this stream of just hate, and it's like, okay, it, it became it, apparent that he had an audience well, or, or a group of friends like watching him. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's like, it, okay, look, we just put this up to be silly, guys, and get a few laughs. It's not it it can't generate that much hate. You. No. Yeah, he's trying too hard. Yeah, he was to- totally trying too hard. But no, uh, <laughs> we uh, we filmed that all the way back in 2009. I think mm. it's it's been on the net for a while, uh, and you can clearly see that it's been updated for medium definition for 2012. Um, <laughs> and we uh, all the all of my scenes except for the burned out house were done. What? <laughs> what? What did I miss? 
Uh, I don't know. Oh, oh, you got a little limp mic action going on. Uh, get the limp mic. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, Charlie, you know, he gets tired. It's um, <laughs> it's definitely not good. And you got to make sure that doesn't happen. Again. Cue the uh, Price is Right failure music. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I went to lunch with y'all one day, and you showed me the uh, you showed me the Spanish version. Right. So this guy Federico that we work with, who is um, uh, from Argentina, he's his Spanish is his, his first language, right. and um, he came over to the house and. And we gave him the whole script, and he he recorded it, you know, all in Spanish, yeah, and yeah. we were just dying. It was it, my buddy Mark Fushi did the did the you know uh, my dog Muffy vanishes, my my pocket yeah. changes it right. Okay, so when when uh, when Fed recorded that part, he was like, "Meet you all, Muffy." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So, and and he even made it, you know, uh, contextual for for you know the the Spanish audience, where where mm-hmm. instead of the the I moved to a cave in the Catskills, it was I moved to a cave in the Andes, but in Spanish. Oh, so, nice. Nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We well, well, I I think I think this this video is gonna run its ground. I, I think you know. <laughs> you think? Yeah. You don't know. People might pick it up. They might have a research. Yeah. You might be going to cons as this guy. Well, okay? well, I have. I have actually. So we we tried a little bit of a campaign to to promote this right after we released it, and because one of the ideas was to take this and do an animated series, mm-hmm. uh, and try to sell it to Cartoon Network, and just you know like. The writer, who's uh, his name is is Darren Milner. He's the the guy who's on the toilet in there, right? Okay. So <laughs> With the giant cigar. Yeah, awesome. exactly. The writer director, yeah. right? I love so, that one. Like the important people have the the smallest roles, right? Yeah. Well, right. Yeah, but because I'm the talent, right? That's yeah. It's, nice. all, it's all about Brian. <laughs> so you know, Darren moved. Uh, Ethan had a kid. You know, it's just life got in the way, right? You yeah. know. So, but uh, no, we went to. Where where would we take this on the road? We would take it to Dragon Con. Oh, right? Of course. Yeah. So in like 2009, we went out there. I had some T-shirts printed up with the friggin' logo and everything. And on the Why back, the fuck it's did I not get one? I didn't know you back then. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. But so I got a T-shirt. Son of a bitch. <laughs> so yeah, we went. You know, and in you know, friggin', um, you know. Um, kissed hands and shook babies and did all that okay. stuff at, at DragonCon and those motherfuckers. and actual. Well, so there's a funny story about this too because uh, they showed up on Sunday, just rolled in, and we parked in in one of the the mezzanine levels of the the Marriott downtown Atlanta okay. where the where the DragonCon is, and we just started handing flyers out and stuff and just talking to people and. <clears throat> there was there was a lot of a lot of cool folks like they this guy dressed like a Spartan. Right, yeah, rolls yeah. up and he's like, "Can you tell me how to get to Thermopylae?" And we're like, "Dude, do you have a dragon problem?" And he's and so like we, you know, we worked well with him. Mm-hmm. There was a there was the dragon lady who showed up, and we're like, you know, I I don't know what you're talking about, but dragons are bad news. And she's like, "Yeah, but I train dragons," and it's like, "Yeah, but they're going to eat somebody eventually." So yeah, there's no <laughs> they, stopping them, right? But then this guy, right? This guy shows up, and uh, aside from the fact that he had glasses on, this dude looked like he just stepped off a 16th century tapestry. I mean, he just looked every bit the really? part. Yeah, right, just yeah, the, yeah. the full armor and all that could stop. And it looked really good, right? I figured maybe he's in the SCA or something, right? Because that's where my armor comes from. I used to do the SCA. And so uh, 
this guy comes up and and, and Darren sees him, right? Mm-hmm. And Darren's got the mic. Darren's like interacting with the audience. I'm just glad heading, right? And just, you know, all dressed up. And so he's like, hey, sir, what do you, what do you think about dragons? And the guy's like, I, I, I like dragons very much, you know? And he's like, really? well, you know, dragons are bad news. Like we have a dragon slayer over here. And this guy looks at him and he goes, you're a fool. And he's like, what? And he goes, no mortal can kill a dragon. Nice. And Darren's like, what are you talking about? He's like, it's in the Bible. And we're like, whoa, we got a ringer. Oh, oh. So we were like, because. Stage five. Oh, yeah. He had had that twinkle in his eye. Right, right, right. right. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. And so Darren's like, I'm going to keep running with this, right? No, absolutely. (laughs) Of course. He looks like, he's like the guy who's like sitting there. This is a bear. And I have a stick. Uh, exactly, pretty let's much. Let's, this let's go. Yeah. Let's yeah. get to poking. Yeah. Fuck so, <laughs> so yeah, we got him. We got him kind of riled up because I later on, like, as a photographer rolled up, tried to take a picture, and I had on my shield, I had the the, the logo for the the sure, unit, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and the guy was like, "Get that, get that out of here! I'm not taking a picture with that thing." And and, and I was like, "Okay, I'll take it off, guy. Calm down. Let's just take the picture for the nice people, you know." But I ran into him years later at a five hundred first event. Interesting. Yeah, he's in the 501st. And okay. uh, I was like, hey, man, you probably don't remember me. I did that whole Dragon Slayer bit, you know, a few years ago, whatever. And he's like, yeah, I remember you. That's still stupid. And I'm like, all right, dude. Wow. That's that's cool. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what a bitter asshole. And, well, you know, I, I just think he's kind of weird, eccentric old dude. And, yeah. you know. I, I, favorite line, notorious asshole. Dragons, Dra- dragons are notorious, notorious assholes. That yeah. is like... That is so much gold on there. It's like yeah. I, 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 it's, it's like well one. well known fact. Like, well, right. yeah. Classic line: Do not meddle in the affairs of dragons, for you are crunching into. Tastes good with ketchup. Yeah. 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 yeah.